Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast where we discuss sports, fashion, music, and entertainment. Where trophies are temporary and medals are forever. What side are you on? Welcome back to the Trophies and Medals podcast. It's your boy Batman with the Ebb Tide crew. We got Tony Love, we got Ebb Tide King, we got Raheem Goodell. We got two special guests. Um, we'll be touching on a special topic later. Uh, we got P Digits and Dub C. What's good, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, here we go. Really good. All right, so we got a, a wide range of stuff we're going to touch in today. Um, First, we're going to get into the Earl Thomas, uh, I guess you can say, event. Um, we'll get into um, with some of the recent things going on in, um, in America. We'll get into police relations with the black community. Uh, we got the Jill Scott, Erica Baidu challenge, um, Jordan documentary, and more. So, um, but first thing first, uh, the NFL released their schedules. Um, so um, we'll get into that as well. Before that, I want to jump, uh, we'll do something real quick with our two guests. Dub, so you can go first. Uh, we just ask a set of questions so we can understand who we're dealing with on the podcast. Uh, first thing first, white or brown? Liquor. Oh, brown. <laughs> brown, all the time, brown. All right. White is, is, is for uh, a hard weekend, a hard week. Yeah, but I'm I'm going brown. All right, cash money versus no limit. No limit had buku people, man. Um, but cash money did it with. See, I like BG. You got that. Oh, we got another, we got another <laughs> one of them. Oh, we got, we got I like BG though, man. Yeah, hey, I like BG, man. I mean. I see the aggression coming out of this podcast today. All right. So that was actually the, the second layer of the question. So if you're going with cash money, then who's your favorite hot boy? Then. Oh, EG all the time. All right. But but mystical, yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it where I said it. Yeah. All right. Favorite uh, sport franchise? Favorite I like, team? I like my Pelicans. All right. Then we got a uh, seafood boil or seafood gumbo. A boil. All right. P digits. I already knew this answer. What you got? White or brown? Brown all day, man. <laughs> cash money, no limit. I'm gonna go with cash money because I like that BG. <laughs> we got the middle what, Bourbon Street or Canal. No, we we was on two lanes somewhere. Four <laughs> hundred somewhere. Um. Your favorite hot boy? BG. B Jizzle. Uh favorite uh sports franchise? Uh, Pittsburgh. Steelers. Oh damn, we got a Steelers fan up in here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. I knew, I knew it was gonna make it fun. 
Oh, um, God damn. The rapist is part of the rapist crew. God hey, damn. <laughs> Sometimes you got to lock the bro in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> seafood boil or, or seafood gumbo? The boil, man. Eat the camaraderie. That's what's up. So, yeah, I knew this, the Steelers, uh, I knew that was going to get fun uh, with our, our, our residential Raider fan. Um, so with that said, with the NFL schedule, uh, since we got multiple Saints fans, we'll go with them first. How many wins y'all think y'all getting? Dude, it's going to be a tough year. I ain't really look at y'all schedule. Who y'all got in the first first couple of weeks? Bucks, opening game, and the dome. Then we uh, got the Raiders the second week. I know uh, the Lions the fourth week. I didn't see the third game. But uh, I, I go maybe 10 or 11. That's a tough year. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I was looking at it like, yeah, here you go. I was about to say, I was looking at y'all going 11 and 5 anyway when I saw that schedule. I mean, yeah. it's best to get the Bucks early. Get that first one out of the way early. Get that, that win before they're ready. Yeah, before they get a rhythm. I think I think the, I think Tampa's, Tampa's going to be trash the first three weeks. To be honest with you. So we might win. You see them going like 1 and 2 or 1 and 3 to start the season? Yeah, but yeah, one and two probably, yeah. So we, we'll probably win against Tampa because you know Drew Brees and, and Sean Payne like to stunt. Uh, Oakland yeah, might yeah. be interesting because, you know, it's Oakland. And, I, and I'll and i be there with somebody. And then what the fuck for the Buccaneers? <laughs> they, they, they made no changes. I mean, barely any changes to that offensive line. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been saying that for a while, and they still haven't signed nobody. They drafted some people, I think. I think they drafted the Yeah, they did draft. No, they drafted a few people. Yeah. I mean, to get rid of the ball quick, you don't have to worry about the line. It's hard to say. Well, and then that's they, like and then well, Tom like, Brady's playing in the heat. But I would say like this: uh, New England didn't have a great line last year either, so. You know, it wasn't like the best, you know what I mean? And they still kind of got okay, you know what I'm saying? But my, my issue with Tampa Bay is they don't have a running game. Right. So you take that away or whatever, then, you know, it might be a worse situation. Dub, yeah. what you got on them Saints? I'm like this, man. I'm, I'm a bench. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, a bandwagon Saints fan. So, honestly, bro, when they winning – I might be a part of their team, bro. But <laughs> I ain't even lie, bro. I'm I'm bandwagon. So I just like going to people parties when they cooking. <laughs> so I mean, that's how you're a social I, fan. I think they I, I think they got a nice little group of people. I mean, they they love trades that they didn't, you know. And I'm glad to see that some of the players that no longer with them did get picked up by other teams. You know, but I, I really don't don't really care about them. I mean, if they win, they win. I'm gonna go party with everybody for the Super Bowl. If not, I expected them to be that four quarter team that they are. <laughs> P. Digits, uh, you you the lonely uh, Steelers 
fan out the group today. Um, they they unpredictable, bro. Um, shit, they could go. Four and sixteen, <laughs> 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 but it could be damn the wild card, you know. Uh, I really didn't follow football last year, man. I, I was done with the NFL. Um, all these rules and stuff, man. So that was a little disappointing. Only oh, they it. got rid of that replay. That's gone. Yeah, yeah well, right. that's the passing interference, they got rid of it. Passing interference, I want to say. That's right, passing interference. They wasn't using it, so what's the point of having it around? So Yeah. So the only game I really watched was the Super Bowl. I may have watched two games during the season. But, but I think the Steelers, they might do good. They're rebuilding. I've seen a couple um, in the next three years. I say watch out for them. <laughs> I don't when, when Ming Dong, basically? Yeah. yeah. He used to go. He didn't know. I like him, but he could know for the game. And I think the thing, I think the Chiefs are going to take a step back this year. I think with uh, you know them being down in the playoffs, ten plus points multiple times. You know, people not scared of them. Oh no, I don't think nobody was ever scared of them. I think that. That plan from behind is gonna bite them in the in the butt. They they gonna stay behind this year. Yeah, yeah they really doing that to their defense, so that's why. Yeah, Casey defense is still suspect to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my Titans had success, and that offense is not that great. So, I, I think, like I said, I, I said I give the Titans fifteen and one. That's too much pressure, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like, come on. I was out of the only, only team on that schedule y'all need to worry about is the Ravens. That's it. Everybody else is going to win. Like I said, the, the schedule is, is definitely favorable, but I, I didn't want to think that far ahead. I, like I said, I was looking at 11 and 5. We're going to win the division because the Texans are going to take a step back because Deshaun Watson yeah. going to be tanking because he's going to want out after they yep. trade all these people. Exactly. So, I don't know. I see us going 11 games. You know what I'm saying? Again, like, you know, lose a couple ones we ain't supposed to and then go on a streak again and take that into the playoffs. So, that should be interesting. Um, anybody else I'll see uh, making a come up based on their schedule? I'm sitting there looking at the same schedule right here. We got up in November and December, Broncos, Falcons, and Eagles. That's on the road. The Broncos potentially can put something together. They're going to suck. And what the and that Falcons game on the road, that's going to be a home game. So they, 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 that's Sunday at noon. We in that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what two games right before that, they going to the Falcons at the Saints. Then they go to the Broncos. Then they got the Falcons. They going to Atlanta. Yeah, I see they. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? They got Tampa Bay twice, where you got Brady over there. What they opening game? And then they're gonna be playing against um, Bridgewater with uh the, with the Panthers. You know, they got that twice. Then I have, I have a uh, the Falcons do. You know, because, I mean, it's like win one, lose one. So, 
Mm-hmm. I think the Panthers gonna be better than people expect too. I think Teddy. Ooh. I think Teddy gonna do something. I think Teddy gonna do something. I don't think he gonna put up great numbers. I just think he's gonna just not lose the game for him and let McCaffrey do his thing. Yeah, I can see that too. And well, with my Raiders, I'm on. I'm I'm crossing my fingers for ten and six. But I hope the Bible thumper is not our starter though. I want Mariota to start. I need Carl Gum. Carl gonna start the first. I know three games start. at least. Yeah, I know he's gonna start at first, but I, I need the Bible thumper Gum. Cause he he too soft. The numbers was just like fools gold. He does not throw. He's almost like he's like the young version of Drew Brees. He don't throw past twenty yards. Shit, killing me. He young. I say, but he got an arm though. Yeah, he don't throw it though. He just like to he be acting like he's scared for his life already. He be want to do dump passes. So I need him gone. But I still can see because we went, we a miracle went seven and nine last year. So I could see us. And there were some close games we lost. So I could see and we made the offense look a little better and the defense is getting stronger. So I could see a miracle 10 and 6, but I wouldn't be surprised with 9 and 7 also. I need your boy to go off that running back. Well, shit, he, he did his job and, you know, they ran him too much. That was the problem too. Because, sure, he played the back end of the season with a uh, broken shoulder. So, nah. We need, I mean, we need to balance. That's why I said we need to balance that more, though. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the – yeah, so that's what I see with my – I actually see a winning season for my Raiders finally. So, at least that's something to look forward to. Uh-huh. New stadium. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Death Star. Yeah, the Death Star do look good out there in Vegas. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. But when I'm telling you, I still ain't going out there in no goddamn September, man. You can go hold that L. I ain't no way. You going out there in September? <laughs> I'm going out there, man. I, I'll be, I'll be there in September. Goddamn. Well, well, remember, I'm not quarantined like all y'all in y'all house. I'm still out here in these streets dealing with these damn sick ass people that don't want to keep their goddamn asses home. <laughs> so I'm drained. That's why I'm fine. Glad I'm taking vacation this week. I swear, if I see another goddamn person cough, and I can accept the shit out of them, I don't know what I can do with myself. All right, so let's get this out the way. Uh, do y'all give me permission to go to Denver to watch the Denver same game? No. Oh, this nigga here. No. Next, next topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not even going to entertain that. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> next up. <laughs> yeah, Earl Thomas. Little Earl Thomas, big brother. Relax, man. Mm-hmm. Relax. I wouldn't choose a chick from Uptown or Seven Ward. <laughs> so, so we had a, a incidental funny event happen. Well, it happened like two weeks ago, right? No, a month ago. A month ago? Yeah, almost a month ago. So TMZ got the leak on uh, Earl Thomas getting caught up in an Airbnb with a uh, with a side chick, I guess you could say. Um, multiple chicks. Man. Multiple, multiple chicks. chicks. Multiple chicks, his brother, whatever, whatever. Uh, hey, 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 hey. You can't, can't blame a man for multiple chicks, you know what I'm saying? I can see if it was just one. For multiple or whatever, that's, a, that's, that's an opportunity you can't pass up, man. Well, that's a dream. You know what I'm but it was sloppy. Sloppy, uh, not sloppy. Well, no, I think it was. I think it was a premium uh, investigation skills by the by the wife. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> by the wife or by TMZ? 
My well, life. the wife found him. The, well, the wife found out where they was at. Like she uh, went on their social media or something like that. The Snapchat. Yeah, she found. She knew his password to his Snapchat. Found the location. Dude said, "Yeah, anybody want to come through? This is the address with the purple lights." Nigga, mm. describe the house with the purple lights. Dang. How stupid can you be? Purple mm. lights of all colors in the middle of a pandemic. Come on, man. That's stupid. Texas. <laughs> Austin, Texas with purple lights. Okay. You're playing with Baltimore Ravens a little too serious to put purple lights out there, but okay. Hey, they gave an extension, man. Yeah, sure they did. So he said, I'm going to celebrate. He said, I'm going to celebrate. So she shows up with her people. You know, the homegirls got, got knives. She got a gun. She took the clip out, not knowing that there was one in the chamber. That often knew it was in that chamber. She knew it was in there. He just took the clip out to make it seem like she was she was least trying to be safe. But he was. She was oh, so waiting you, to say one stupid thing. So you think she was there, willing to pull the trigger? Oh hell yeah! Nothing against high school. Big high school yards. You can't be scared about with no gun. Man, forget that. Yeah, she was gonna pull the trigger. And she's a red bone, so you know she ain't rap tight. So she. Yeah. <laughs> so she went to Dominican, right? Huh? Is she Dominican? No, no, I'm saying, but no, she went to Dominican, right? No, no she's from, from Texas. You're from Texas. Texas. No, no, talk about. Texas. No, talk about girl. She, she not from New Orleans. No, mm-hmm. she's from Texas. No, she's from Texas. They, they went to high school together. So I heard Thomas right. Yeah, high school sweethearts. Three kids and everything. How did New Orleans thing get out in about about that story? No, Now, if she got people from New Orleans, then yeah, you definitely know she he, he was gonna die. Then. <laughs> that might be it. They might have that connection. Yeah, so no, it might be a connection. No, they're saying like they're saying that she's from New Orleans. Oh well, she might have moved to Katrina. Oh, uh, yeah, could have, yeah, the Katrina thing could have happened if she moved out there. So, see, it was in the blood, and they, she was seeing red, and he was about to see some red. Because, but his brother, but you and your brother out here wilding at this age, you're in, your early, you're in your 30s now, nigga. Still out here wilding like that. He in the league. He in the league. In the league, and he's a lockdown. Where you going? How you going to leave the I'm saying that he's in the league, and they're going to be throwing it at him regardless. Well, yeah, that's true. But dude, we in a we in a state where we supposed to be locked down in our houses, so you supposed to be with your family anyway. <laughs> but you tell her, I'm leaving with my brother. Where the hell you think you going? Like, dude, that's when you know CTE is kicking in in that nigga life. Yeah, she is from she's from New Orleans. Yeah, they was arguing. They was arguing or whatever. She was talking about he drank too much this and that and the other, and he stormed out the house. That's how it. He you that was a great excuse to get out though. I that's what I'm about that, to say. Though. Supposedly started. Oh, that's a good excuse. But then look where she from. So see, she already, she already know he bought that stupidity. Well, yeah, this he texting, so you know he ain't rap too tight. That's crazy, bro. Wow. But yeah. my thing is, my thing is, you know, what I'm saying, got the contract extension. A girl says she gonna suck him from the back. Got the purple <laughs> lights. You doing it with your brother? This is a good quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what's wrong with that? <laughs> I know Anthony feels yeah, so- me on this one. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, it would have made yeah. sense, dude. 
It would have made sense it was not a pandemic going on, dude. We locked down in these dude, you gotta just have some sense. <laughs> and she went to Dominican high school, so he ain't about that life. She wasn't gonna pull a trigger. Okay. I think I think there was a. They said the, the, the friends were swinging knives, so now that y'all made yeah. me talk about it. That's what I'm saying. She had a crew ready to cut. Ah, uh, you know, you know, knives, yes, that's, that's, that's whatever. Until you pop that, you know what I'm saying? You you ain't really, you, you just speculating, you know I mean? She's, nah, she's still smart enough to know she in Austin, Texas, so she knew to tread lightly because him playing at the University of Texas, he gonna get, you know, he gonna get some love from the cops and stuff, so she knew to tread lightly. Well, that's the other question I had. He was holding the gun when the cops showed up, so I'm surprised. He got, he got it out of hand and stuff, but he saw depth, though. He, he saw his life flashing before his eyes, though, for a second. Yeah. So Nina Thomas, uh, she relocated from New Orleans to Texas after, after Katrina. Okay. Well, see. Yeah, that's before her junior year. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, see. Well, that's, that's even more dumb on him. Well, he learned today. Well, shoot. He started met the family. I know she had some niggas up in there that ain't rap type. That was about that life, but she, like, they ain't teach her something. That's what your boy said behind me. He was like, uh, the fact that she had people on deck ready let you know. Yes, he was already waiting for this. Like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. It's that time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no questions asked, you know what I'm saying? They just wipe the cold out. Right, how'd she even have people in Austin, Texas with her to be ready to ride like that? That's what I mean. That even, that's another factor. Well, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure the rest of her family move for Katrina too. So, yeah, you just think, like with us, like we all was in Dallas basically. So, if something was to go down, I'm calling you, you, and you. Yeah, that's true. Years already, so she, you know, she got some homegirls. Yeah, they yeah. Was, they they came through with the knives and everything. Like like they had a bag ready at the door or something. <laughs> but, like, a, but I'm like, just in case some shit pop off. Yeah, but did the fool leave the door unlocked? How did she get in the house? That's a good question. He had to see. That's what I'm saying. He had the bat. He had his own personal bat single out with the purple lights, dude. Telling pretty much any chicks to come through that's on his snap. That's how randomly stupid he had to be doing this. But let's be realistic. She's from New Orleans. She's part of our culture. She likes to drink. You know how we roll. Did she kick that bitch down? Kick <laughs> <laughs> that bitch down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, I always just say, like, you know, in our area, they got some superpowers down there because I seen some shit I ain't never seen outside of uh, our area. You know what I mean? You know what I'm you saying? Probably like, one of the chicks was a big girl that, you know, had enough that. Thigh meat action to kick a door down with ease. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I can do it. Was, it was, it was her. You, you know, know what? Probably was. Her. So based on that picture, it probably was her. Cause that's some lady in that picture. To, you know, to act like a hot girl or whatever, and go there and leave the door. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. possible too. It could have been a setup. If dumbass opened the door, and she kicked that bitch in. Mm -hmm. Either way it goes. Yeah, you know the first thing she did when she walked when she walked in that bitch. You fucking with me? You heard me? You know what I'm saying? You think I'm a bitch? You know what I'm saying? It's creepy. I can practically pretty much see it. Yeah, she probably had a she probably had a daiquiri on the way there. Oh, I hear that Mac album, Murder, Murder, Kill, Kill, huh? That uh, that TRU pull a kick though. BG on the way over there. Call me, call me your ex. 
ghetto twins. Fuck nigga. <laughs> no. Are we are we gonna we gonna highlight uh, Demarius neck freaks? Oh whatever you. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all can hear me? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. At least he reconnected <laughs> on his own. I'm gonna get both of y'all. I don't I'm get time for that shit today. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yes. He's back, baby. Oh, uh, here we hey, go. He brought it on himself. He said, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, what I was saying? Oh, yeah. He was stupid. Either way it goes, even though you're doing dirt, you don't answer the damn door. Uh, I see, and I, I brought this question up to Rashawn, uh, I think on Friday, you know, with the Earl Thomas situation, would you, you, you go in on one of those type of situations with your brother or your homeboy? Yeah. No, I'm out. Nah, they don't see none of y'all niggas. Fuck all no. that. I, no. no. I, I mean, I have in the past shit? in college. Y'all saying that shit now? But let the night still young. Nah, well, you know what, though? Yeah, that's what I say. I guess I was thinking about age now, but I mean, in our, in our stupid younger days, yeah, that stupid shit, especially with the college, yeah, the shit was going to go down and happen. That's for sure. But as of now, though, I'm talking about their age. No, not at their age. Too got now. Not at this age. Too damn old for all that shit. Brian, I'm t- I'm killing you right now, man. Every man's susceptible for that with their bro, bro. Let you let you let you be go- let you out let you be out with with Batman per se, and these three chicks say I'm gonna suck your dick from the back. It's gonna happen, <laughs> dude. In our twenties, yeah, <laughs> nigga, in my twenties, it's gonna happen now. No, nigga, I'm forty three, my nigga. I'm I'm sitting my dude. I'm supp- I'm happy to be alive right now. I'm not trying to flirt with death. I've flirted with enough death in my lifetime. Well, I'm just happy to be here. So, no, I'm good. Man, I've tested enough heifers in my lifetime. But I should have been shot. So, I feel, I understand Earl's play, but shit, hell no. Not at this age. So, you telling me you it won't happen? Oh, what the hell? My bad. This is you. Only right here, but there. About that. <laughs> I'm muted. So this is why we can't have him on here from time to time. See the reckless this sneak go? Yeah. Okay, so back back to the story or whatever. You know what so, yeah, we return. So are you telling me or whatever? That that would be hundred percent with this. Cause I, I wanted to switch over to my computer so I could see all y'all faces. So you telling me right <laughs> now. You can see right now. If nigga, I'm gonna go through the mix. If Angela Simmons, uh who is your bitch, Rashawn? Fuck Fantasia. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Fantasia, nigga. Fantasia. Fantasia, Tony Love. Any thick bitch that's 250. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Percy's on board. But I damn know those show Will's on board. We all fucking the same, god damn it. And don't you look me in the eye, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. See, that's why hey, I'm happy to win that on, on this episode. Oh, yeah, I'm glad to be too tuning in on this episode. This should go way even more <sighs> disturbingly left. He'll, oh he'll keep throwing more fuel into the fire of this Negro and his ignorance, man. I get what you're saying, man. I'm just saying at this age, no, man. But I get where you're coming from. 
But, but put it like this, okay, if in your perspective, uh, uh, Ty King, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, I would be on it. At this age, the only place I would have done that at this age is if, you know, God rest his soul, the OG <laughs> on high, uh, Hugh Hefner was still alive, and we had the Playboy Mansion. And I'm this Right, yeah, because we know nothing going to happen. We know what happens in the Playboy Mansion, stay in the Playboy Mansion, we good to go for life. But we can do exactly. this. We talking to Brazil, we talking to Puerto Rico, we talking like any place outside of our normal situation. You know what I mean? Because on your marriage certificate or whatever, it says state of there you go. Virginia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you said, you said, no, no he's, you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Marriage is a contract with the state. Continue. That's why I can't deal with these two niggas. That's why, Tony, that's why, you, that's why you part of the good side of the fence. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, y'all acting like y'all want to do this foolishness when y'all older. My thing is, I think we are lazy now to do anything. That's why I know I'm not going to do it, because I'm lazier now. And that's what I said. I know me. That's what I'm saying. I know. But, I but, said I had a good run. I'm tired. I, I just want to chill. I'm sure if you was all going to Canada and go to Carnival and a situation was present, none of, probably one of us would probably say no. And that would be just for like five seconds until we give him a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> Yeah, and this is why this is why none of us gonna be able to have this type of trip because of this ignorance of you, Negro. No, I can't. I'm just I'm pointing out, point out the obvious. I ain't saying necessarily gonna happen. Yeah, I'm that's why it's not gonna happen because of you. Why not? Because yeah. everybody knows all the wise know you. I'm the good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an innocent, loving husband. In Dallas, Texas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you gonna say in Dallas, Texas, no more. What about it? I am. I have done no wrong. I am perfectly. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, is the Earl Thomas brothers, they they can get away with shit like that. They got millions in dollars. They, they're, yeah. pretty, they're pretty much doing them. All I'm saying is, is, is not too far off from what any other NFL players are doing. Well, no doubt, but we just talking about the timing of doing it, though. Though, it's like that's why we just saying the timing. What quarantine? Yes. Yeah, and, and that's why I think he's gonna get he's gonna get uh punished on this. This is the best time to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Everybody NFL po- conduct policy. I don't Goodell think will find Goodell will find a way to, to <laughs> for you to atone for your sins. Well, I will say, wasn't he, wasn't he part of the whole Kaepernick thing? No, not Earl wasn't Okay, okay. So if I say if he was associated with that, then maybe, but. It's, I mean, technically, every you know your favorite, your favorite quarterback, running back, everybody doing it right now. Nigga, even a water boy doing it right now. We know this, yeah, we get that. But most some of these cats still are like, right, they're getting away better than what he did. As you can see, his wife wasn't trying to hear it. That's all we saying though. All I'm saying is that's the norm in the world. It's it's unnormal for us. Well, if it was the norm in the world, why the hell she had that barrel to that head then? That's the norm. If it was the norm, it would have been cool. Because yeah. She, because she knows she didn't fuck him right before you went. <laughs> Not at herself. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> she knows she was holding back for 30 days. You know what I'm saying? You know, other chicks stepped up to the plate. That's what side bitches do. And, and then on top of that, she was probably warned too. Girl, he get that new contract. You better, you better watch what he do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. You already been fussing. You already been fussing. They've been in the house together for a while. 
She was tripping, thinking that, hey, you know, he ain't gonna never, whatever. Smash Brothers came through. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Oh, oh, and the brother, the brother guys, he, he can't never ask the brother to do nothing in life again. That nigga is like, <laughs> that nigga ain't shit in her eyes for life. He can't ever come in the house again, probably. <laughs> if and if you're gonna do dirt, do dirt with your blood brother. That's all I gotta say. I feel you. Right, that's how, you, yeah, that's how you know they true niggas. Cause straight blood brothers is to be that file still in these streets. But that's how you know birds flock together to the fires to the highest level right there. All right, next up, um, I'm going to our uh, serious topic. Uh, I don't even want to say that just recently happened. Uh-oh. There you go. Neck and freeze. <laughs> freeze. You got that. You got that spectrum right there. All right, next up, um, with our two special guests here, um, two officers of the law, uh, P. Digits and Dub C, I wanted to touch on a serious topic um, that seems to always come up uh, as far as police relations with the black community. Um, out here in Georgia, we had, uh, what I wouldn't even call that police relations, this black community against everyone else as far as excessive use of guns, fatality, et cetera. So um, the questions I have for y'all too is like, what are some some things you think maybe the public uh, see and don't see as far as, you know, as black officers, you know, what y'all go through um, as far as representation of what others may be doing in the wrong. So like, for example, um, I know some of y'all situations personally, like as far as excessive force, like, do you think it's a, a matter of some white cops not fam being familiar with the areas they're covering or what do you think is a, a contributive factor to these things always coming up? I mean, not just them being white or black familiar with the areas that they're covering, just familiar with people themselves. You got people, other officers who, who come from different backgrounds who are thrown into a particular area that he or she fails to know about. Mm -hmm. You know, you get officers who train with different other officers and then after that training is done, I guess they feel that some feel that they're good and they get put into a community that they know nothing about. And not only that they know nothing about, but they don't try to learn anything about. But before they even get to that point, they don't know anything about anything before they even uh, sign that application. Yeah. You know, where you get some people who, who who don't even have a, a wide background of another race, and they get employed at a business at a company, and they don't know about another race. They don't tend to find out about another race. 
you know, other than what they knew in the neighborhoods. You know, and that's either young and or old. You know, and what do you have now? Most uh, most young police officers that's hitting the streets and who already got it on their mind what they want and how they want it and their background, their attitude, wherever they came from, and they get into these communities, they don't learn about that. They don't try to engage in anything with the community until it's community engagement time. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where the community fails to find out who that person is. And that person, that officer fails to find out who's a part of the community. Like right now we have a bunch of millennials, man. Um, I have to think millennials, they don't know how to communicate with people. Um, I don't think we have any in this group. They don't know how to communicate. So um, they're used to getting what they want, like Will said. They want what they want and they have a, their mind already set. They don't think about other um, possibilities or um, other tools, talking to people, talking to people. And y'all know I'm not the biggest dude in the world, but Dude, you want it, man. Hey, bro, you want it. I talk, I'm going to talk you into them cuffs. I, I'm not even trying to go there with you, bro. And all right, yep. get the cuffs on. And then they'll be like, man, you know what? I thought about whooping your ass, but you're the nicest dude I've met. Hey, bro, we, hey, we, I ain't got nothing against you, man. I'm just doing my job. And we, we roll, we roll. But um, I feel like uh, communication, that's what any type of relationship um, whether it's with a friend, significant other, a total stranger, just getting to know people. And um, another thing, getting to know people. Uh, you have people that's just scared. They've never been in any, any confrontation. They don't, they don't um, learn about other people. So just because you raise your voice, I'm not scared. I'm not going to start raising my voice. I'm going to talk to you in a calm manner. And, um, you know, I'm gonna react off with whatever you give me, but I'm not gonna um, escalate the situation. But how many people feel that, like they have to some some people, and again, at the end of the day, officers are people. Um, some people feel like they have to escalate to be in control when you really don't have to escalate. You just gotta maintain composure. You can answer, Will? Yeah, I mean, how. Most people that's in the community, they're not going to wait for that. They're not going to wait for officers such and such to 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 be your friend. You know, at the times that the handcuffs got to come out, you know. I mean, just like what Dizzy just said, I mean, coming out there and relating with people and I'm talking to the handcuffs the way I feel. You know, if, if it's going to take five minutes, if it's going to take an hour, if I already know that you gumming in these cuffs, I'm going to talk you into these handcuffs. You know, I can put myself in positions where I'm going to give you the cuffs. I'm going to let you put them on when they're comfortable. You know, because before we, before I leave here, you, you coming in this back seat, no matter how you put it. You know what I'm saying? But relating to people before somebody else get out there, I'm, I really tell guys, women, hey, look, Know this killer, bro. You, you know somebody else coming out here. Killer, bro. You gonna do it now? Do it with me versus yeah. the, that next guy coming up. And when that other car pull up, that's his scene. Hey, 
I tried to tell you, you know, and now you want it this way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to come at you like a man. You don't want to be here to disrespect you, you know. You can say whatever you want, you know. Your man's not coming nowhere toward me. We good, you know what I'm saying? You know, but how many people in the community actually going to wait for that? You're not even going out into the community, into your neighborhoods that you're supposed to be strolling. You know, you're not even engaging in anybody until it's time to engage when it's police communication week. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk to these people in these neighborhoods before it even get to that. So they know about you. They know let, me how you let me ask you this. So like, I don't know what it is now, but I remember at one point in New Orleans for NOPD, you had to live in the city in order to work for NOPD. Is that- Yeah, residency rule. Yeah. So is it like, well, obviously it's not like that because you don't live in Kenner. But I think that's something that can help that community, you know, those relations as well is if you get somebody that's from the area, I think that makes a big difference of them knowing people, understanding people, the culture, et cetera. Uh, well, actually, I can I can answer this question. You pretty much kind of putting your life at, you know, like, say, for example, like in Atlanta, you can get away with that, right? But in New Orleans, it's kind of hard to kind of just say that, you know what I mean? And I, and I say that because my dad literally moved to Laplace because of that reason. Mm -hmm. Because all it, my thing is, you know, don't get me wrong or whatever, you know, you try to do the right thing, but not everybody look at it as the right thing. So if they knew you were going to your family, and know where you stay at or whatever, that just puts you family at home. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you can kind of go dig back into the city to kind of build those relationships, but like, what if that one person you try to like genuinely help says, man, that nigga fucked over me. I'm gonna touch him. Mm -hmm. Your family in the city. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I, know, I know a guy who, uh, him and his boys, they follow the cop back home. Uh, they ain't do, they wind up not doing anything, but. You know, just that, that was the other side of the res, residency room that I didn't like. Like, you can't get touched. Yeah, you within arm's reach. Yeah. You get the ones that you do hire because they from that city. I mean, you a product of that environment. Now, you know, you not saying that you were good, not saying that you were bad in that community and you got hired by that community. You know everybody. You know everything that's going down. Who knows what what you about from that community? Now you now you employed that. You know you already have a background from the community already. You know either way. Yeah. So I mean, you can win some. You can lose some from something like that. You know, not to downgrade you from this city. This the only people that we hire. But to say somebody who's brand new who knows nothing who they don't know who to deal with and who not to deal with. You know, I think it is you from the neighborhood or not. Yeah. Still, why you still can't engage with the community, whether you from here or not, whether you went to school here or not, you know? You got the, some that's, that grew up, born and raised on that particular block. Then they're gonna pretty much protect everybody on that block, right? Yeah. And if you come across the track, well, I grew up on this side. This is what we did. But now I got to go patrol on across the tracks. I already know about y'all. I already got that in my mind. I'm going to follow what I think. 
compared to somebody who brand new, who never been out there. So they worked both sides, both ways. Clean slate. Fresh eyes, yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't know. Like I said, I just think, this is my experience. Like I know my pops, I think that worked to his advantage being from the city, being from New Orleans. I think that helped him a lot, knowing back roads, knowing who normally does what. I think that's, that's a benefit, but like you said, fresh eyes helps too. So yeah. I kind of get it both ways, but I, I do think that you can't have somebody that literally stay in their house all day, every day, and then you drop them into the inner city and have, like you, like um, Dishes was saying, have no communication skills at all and don't know how to handle the situation or don't, or just, you know, I said this before, it's like, you know, the, the people that's, that look to get a badge to, for ego purposes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they've been picked on all their life or whatever, and they get a badge just to, to boost their ego. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, those type of people, those are the ones that get themselves in trouble. Yeah. Not really, you know, not just stuck on somebody's ego. I mean, you got that one guy, that one girl who never dealt with people, who don't don't know how to communicate. You know, and the first thing they're going to go off is the information that's inside that car. You know, the reason why they go into a certain location. You have some people who stuck on certain kind of vehicles. So they mm -hmm. see that vehicle automatically assume, hey, I was told about Nissan Altima. Here's a Nissan Altima. You know, oh, here's a vehicle with tinted windows. I already got my perception on that. You know, and that's where they make that misconception, you know, where not knowing that the person who's inside that vehicle might be operating their own vehicle. Might be right their own vehicle. You know, they never was about that life, but now they come across you, and the first thing that you're doing is raising your voice to this particular person, and they're like, wait, hold up. You know, I, I don't know anything of what I did or what's going on, you know, and that person might have that perception about you because you wearing that blue. Yeah. So y'all both playing that same field. They already don't, they don't know about you. All they know is they getting stopped either walking, riding a bike, or in a vehicle, and they already have that idea of you in the blue. You already got your perception about the person in the, in, in the windows. So y'all already, y'all button ahead before, the, before you even come to a conversation. So y'all both said something that, um, I found interesting. Y'all both use the term talking talking you into the handcuffs, right? Yeah. Not work. Yeah, that too. That's a good night. Um not using excessive force. It's too many, it's so many cases that we see where, you know, since my dad was a cop, I know certain things, but like there's so many tactics and or things that y'all are given to avoid using excessive force. Why do y'all think that? There's some officers that automatically retreat to that to escalate. I can't answer that question. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say training, bro. Um, training. I well, mean, I've 
fought people with guns, you know. I never had to, never, um, never didn't shoot them. But I also had, I had somebody there with me, and we just relied on our training. And if, um, if we didn't get control, we got control. But if we didn't get control, I'm sure the, the worst would have happened. But it didn't get to that point. Um, just using, uh, I don't know, bro. People, they're scared. They're scared. They wanna, they wanna go. They, I think in their mind, they paint the worst picture possible. Oh, I'm gonna die if uh, if this happens. Nah, man. Just re- remain calm. They, they go from zero to a hundred. Go from zero to ten. And, and, you know, bump it up slightly. If you, if there's no weapon, if you can see people's hands, like I said, if you can see their hands, they can't hurt you. If you have a distance between you, but like the I forget North Carolina, where the guy was running away from a traffic stop. I'm not gonna shoot nobody in the back for running from because he got a warrant. Yeah, I got his information. I'm gonna let him go. <laughs> I'm gonna let him go. I know you're who catch him eventually. Where's mama doing? Yeah, yeah. I was later and get you, man. Like people are just scared and they they make stupid decisions. Yeah, because of probably bias. I don't know. Probably upbringing. Uh, we all said they don't take the time to learn uh, to learn other people. And my, and my, you know, man, my brother got the hell beat out of him by the police when he was stopped. I'm not stopping. They might have that in the, in the back of their head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't know you don't know other people's backgrounds. Yeah, the background and that 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 force. I mean. Yeah, there's situations where it leads to that. You know, man, we've been talking for 30 minutes already. You know, and I'm trying to work a deal out with you. I mean, you know, 30 minutes come to like, all right, now I got to move in because you know, we, we've been <laughs> you know, we talked a lot. We, we talked enough. Already. I already told you what's going to happen. You know, I'm talking you into these cuffs. I'm like, it, it's been 30 minutes, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You know, we face to face, you know, something got to shake. I, I can't keep sitting there listening to your excuse, your reason why, you know, your logics and we'll call my mama. I called your mama. She didn't answer. You know, now what you want me to do? You know, I mean, after you, you got to move in. If that's what, if you know that you coming for, for those cuffs, then this. Yeah, yeah, because you take off and, and and using that kind of force where discharging a weapon because you ran, I'm like, you don't have anything. I don't know what you have, but I didn't see anything to prove that, you know, but hands on that person, man. I mean, you know, your 20 minutes might be my five minutes. You know, your five minutes might be my 20 minutes that another office I'm talking about, you know, mm-hmm. where you come in and be like, look, I test and I'm knocking on the door and you ain't answer. And I see you decide that you want to come out, you know, you might have somebody who don't have time to be doing all that. Stuff, you know? But it's, um, I mean, one thing I also said is like uh, mental health testing. Like, especially if somebody's been through, like, say, for example, if officers get into a shooting, like, I, I guess you can say better, uh, 
rehabilitation after the fact. Like y'all do physical rehabilitation if they've been shot or been injured or whatever. But I think mentally, I think some of those, some of them are shell shock. You know what I'm saying? They shell, some are shell shock just putting the suit on. And they got others after the fact when something happens. But I don't know, like y'all said, this communication, being smart is, you think it's common sense, but obviously it's not. There's no such thing as there's no such thing as common sense. It's called rare sense. It's very rare that people got sense out here. Fair we got yeah. take. Uh, we just got to remove that word from out of here. Common sense. It's rare sense, and it's very few with it, especially at this particular time in life right now. We got a lot of dumbass people floating in these streets right now. Yeah. All these video games too, man. A lot of these kids probably play video games, and I mean I do, but hey. Um, they probably can't distinguish real life from, that's what we say, they can't, they don't know real life from um, from video games. So they probably don't even have the um, thought there. The mythical, yeah, the mental capacities is very short with a lot of people today. They, like you say, this generation, they don't communicate well at all. The awkwardness of, and I'm not a talker myself, but I still know how to at least communicate with people when need be. But everybody else, these kids today, and they feel entitled automatically too. Yeah. And they want to question. They don't, they're gonna question everything you say, but never experienced it. They don't even want to be open to learn because just what a book tells you is totally different. What life gonna show you when you out? Mm-hmm. And nobody, any kids, even some. I've, I'm just even realizing some grown folks like that's even older than us. I'm like, how the hell you made it this far in life without like you know? Fools get old too, and there's a lot of fools mm-hmm. out here. And it, it's well, well, like I said, here being in in, in Dallas, uh, like, oh my god, <laughs> my, my days is numbered. Can't take no more the stupidity. Can't take oh. no more. This, this is this is a slow bus. This is a slow bus city. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumbing the world down, man. Yeah, even like what you're saying, you know, with people, um background you don't know what that person went through or not you know the same thing you don't know what that officer went through or not you right might have been that officer who got that every day for the past two years who had somebody pull a knife out on him or her every day for the past two years or probably had that one experience and don't want that again you know and he or she gets back to work and they, they go to the same street or go to a different street. The house looked the same. The porch looked the same. They got to knock on this door and the same six-foot motherfucker walk outside. Like, damn, again? Right. You got that officer thinking, like, I don't know anything about you. Like, I ain't know anything about the last person. What's going to happen with you? So do I keep my voice to a minimum like I've been doing? Or do I raise my voice thinking that you're going to be the same person that tried to end my life? And that's the same person with that, with, that encounters a police officer because they background, they got stopped, they got pulled over, uh, they got a, uh, beat by an officer or whatever. I don't have a note saying that that, that that happened to you. Just like you don't know what happened to me. You know, so once again, we button heads again. You know what I'm saying? 
Soon as you see me, you already know what I'm gonna do. Soon as I see you, I already know what I'm gonna do. You know, you escalated to a position where, wait, hold on, buddy, that wasn't me. You know, and you looking at me the same way, like I'm not the one that did that 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 did this to you. So that once again comes into that communication. Right, because certain people can't even handle certain tones that you have. You yeah. may not even be trying to have a tone of like trying to intimidate them, but you're just frustrated and they just keep asking you the same question or something. You get frustrated, but then they get defensive because you are rather getting frustrated. Man, you, you don't even have to say nothing. The, the, one of the experiences I had, the cop told us all to get out of the car. It was me, my cousin, cousin Whitey, and one of our homeboys. He tell us to get out of the car. Everybody out of the car. We got out of the car. Everybody 6'3 and above. He pull out his gun shaking. Everybody back in the car. Because all he sees is three tall black people of color. You know what I'm saying? He already shook. And we ain't even said nothing. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we ain't even got to say nothing. Poor yeah, but then that's like they said. And that could be something from his childhood. He was bullied a lot of something. Yeah. By, you know, taller people and... But you can't, that's why I say, yeah, that mental evaluation does need to be done on a consistent basis, and they need to ask certain questions. I feel with anybody who want to become an officer, just one year, just going to, like, go to therapy so they can talk about your whole childhood all the way through to see if you're mentally strong enough to handle this. Mm -hmm. Well, well, here's my contradiction on that, right? You don't know exactly how people will deal with PTSD. Technically, that's what it's called. Right. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of saying like, hey, look, uh, this one person might deal with PTSD differently than the other person, right? So like, say for example, you know, from a military standpoint, right? I go to war, you know what I'm saying? I handle it a whole lot differently than most of the people that handle it. They was like, hey, look, every day I have an opportunity to die. For me, I was like, hey, look, if it's my time, it's my time. Because growing up in New Orleans, you know, if I heard a gunshot and I ain't dead, I asked, it, it wasn't meant for me. You know what I'm saying? See, that's, so, that, that's that environment. That's why I said still where you come from and what you're, you've been adapted to. That's another thing that you said where we're from. We, we're adapted to that stuff and we don't think nothing of it. But then you got somebody more, a smaller a smaller town or another this city. They're not used to hearing gunshots all the time. So now they freaking out because they're hearing Well, I mean, but, but then again or whatever, it's kind of like one of those things where this, this I, I guess you want to say from a, from a police to a community standpoint, you might still have a cop who might genuinely say, hey, look, I'm from the same neighborhood you're from. I'm, I do the same thing that you do. We went to the, probably to the same high schools that I, in the elementary school we went to. But because of how people deal with PTSD, they might say, well, I know Will, but fuck him because he's a cop. So I'm going to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because to, to that person, that might be money on the line. Mm-hmm. And to him, he might look at it like, hey, look, this is my job. You know what I'm saying? You caught we can do this one of two ways, you know what I'm saying? And, right. you know, and I look at it like for, for, I mean, as much as I wanted to be a cop in New Orleans. Hell no. I mean, as much as I wanted to be a cop in New Orleans, I'm glad it didn't, I mean, I would say like this, I'll probably do more justice having these conversations with people saying like, hey, look, there is a consequence for your actions because don't get me wrong, I got stopped too, plenty of times in the city. Sure. But, but I knew I didn't do anything wrong. So I can literally just be like, all right, cool, cool, here you go. Find what you're going to find. Even I went to jail for two weeks, and I'm a son of a cop. <laughs> and and it, it, it was just a circumstance that just happened. 
But at the end of the day or whatever, it's like how you how you deal with PTSD. And, and of course, like I think we mentioned before, it's just like one of those situations where, you know, regardless of your situation, your upbringing, you don't know how that person's going to handle it. They might handle it one way today in a totally different situation tomorrow. And it's not. And to be honest with you, a cop might handle a certain situation one day, and a cop might handle a certain situation the next day. It's just that day could have just been just the most weirdest day that this this particular situation happened. So I, I look at it from both standpoints. It's like, hey, look, you know, maybe we need to have more of understanding. But I mean, you can't you can't control human. You know, nigga might be like mad emotions. Yeah, you know, nigga might be trying to sell some money because his, his baby needs some diapers or some shit. Next thing you know, a cop pulls up on him and he stops him this particular day. He might be going to jail because he had two warrants. Right. Who's who's understand that stress level that? I mean, I mean, it's it just kind of one of the things where it's like, you think everybody's going to do right, but we're not perfect. So I, 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 I say like, you know, for me in my military stance, I just be like, hey, like I can relate because I already seen people go to the desert and treat these people like as if they're terrorists and they haven't done anything. And then I seen these same people that they were declared as terrorists. They're looking at us like, oh, well, you know, you're a black man. They're just trying to feed their family. And they don't even know me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, who do, you know, but I've, I've, I've seen people shoot at me because I had on the uniform and I've seen people protect me because I had on the uniform. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and because I was a black man and it, and it can relate. So, it just it's it just kind of like the thing of you know as much as we want to say as much as we want to pretend like everybody wants to know everything some people just don't fucking care oh yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah and that's the uh, bottom line really is people just don't care don't, re- don't respect themselves don't respect others and no because much as we may say about cops we all know somebody that we grew up with or we went to school with that did reckless shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we, some of us know more than one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's part of the game that people always throw out the window is like, you know, we got people on our side of the fence doing dumb shit too. I had a nigga from St. O, well, I'll even say my, my stance. I had a nigga from St. O, saw me in the sixth ward at my cousin's house on the corner just talking to one of the people I, I pretty much grew up with. And I was, you know, at the time, I was like with a slack shirt, tie, and everything, right? But because I was standing with him, he said, nah, bruh, I know you, but I don't know you today because of who you talking to. And I'm just like, ain't got nothing to do with me. I've been knowing him since, you know, we were kids. And I had to take it from his standpoint of, well, he don't know what the fuck I've been doing up until he, he saw me, you know what I mean? So, because I know I ain't doing anything wrong. I just was like, do what you got to do. And then when he saw me later, he was just like, man, just because of the situation that's going on in that block, you know, I had to do what I had to do. I said, I couldn't be, I'm not mad at you. I knew I ain't do anything wrong. So, but, you know, I can tell like, you know, because of that block that I was on, it was heavy drug population going on. So I can, I can easily assume how he can assume that I was part of that because every nigga, every other nigga on that block was, was pushing something. You know what I mean, yeah. so to me, I'm looking at it as, hey, look, these are people I've been knowing since childhood, but to them, they can be like anybody that's on this block. By man. association. Yeah, yeah. Guilty by association. Could be, but, could be, could be on that bike, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> Stupid. I, I wanted to switch gears for a minute. Um, in uh, with uh, Florida and Batman, y'all being the son of the cops and having two police officers on. In the event when you have one of your fellow officers that obviously, you know, violated protocol, and with yeah, I know your your uh, fathers were police officers during the time of Lynn Davis. Mm -hmm. How does the the blowback affect y'all? You talking about me personally? Uh, well, the yeah, family, a police officer, uh, and, you know, being members of the family. How, know, how does it? I know for me. My dad got him from, I think this was like junior year in high school when uh, they had something go down. And uh, my dad had got a promotion. I think he was like third in the city in ranking. And just because the person who promoted him got some dirt on him, took that ranking away, shipped him back to like lieutenant, shit like that. So like literally changed. He went from having this big ass corner office on the West Bank to being back in some one of them shitty ass uh, um, departments, I think uptown, he was uptown, I think. So like, shit like that, like literally, I'm pretty sure it was a change in pay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, so I don't know, you know, the numbers and shit, but I guarantee you just based on the offices he was working in, that was a big ass change. But, but then again, whatever, we, we work in one of those cities where everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows you. So, yeah. I mean, I pretty much want to show, like, you know, being a police officer in other cities, you know what I mean? Bigger cities than New Orleans might be a little bit different, you know what I mean? It has, it has, because my thing, New Orleans is one of those special cases where we just too tight with each other. Again, yeah, too much six degree of separation yeah. going on in New Orleans. You, you play football level. against somebody, you, you know what I'm saying? You dated somebody because of Yeah, like, like your, that. your daddy might know his, you know, that, that, this guy's sister, it's just too much. Everybody knows everybody some kind of way. Yeah. So, yeah, New Orleans has always been a different case for us to see things different, leading a lot of people around the country. So, well, this, this is a, a strange case scenario, just to kind of throw it out there, right? My nanny, the reason my, my, my godmother was a person my dad met chasing another person that went into her bar. And she told my dad, you're not arresting this person today. Hmm. From that point on, they became cool. And my dad told, told me that my nanny was my nanny based off of their friendship off of that moment that my dad would chase. My dad I and his that story. Yeah. Chasing after this woman that ran into her bar. And I just was like, that's some bullshit down by <laughs> But I mean, that goes to show you exactly how small the city is in regards to, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like, you know, like I say, you know, like in Virginia, it might be something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'll say like, if you, like if Will was a cop in like Baton Rouge, that might be a totally different, you know, conversation. I mean, or like me going to like Afghanistan and Iraq and my upbringing, looking at them, you know, everybody else is looking at them as they, they are a threat. And I'm just like, they look just like me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what the fuck? So. Right. But I mean, I don't get me wrong or whatever. If I was a cop, man, all the fine hoes would have got loose. You know what I'm saying? I would never arrest them. <laughs> 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 there we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, hey, officer, you know what I'm saying? Like, Show a little, you know what I'm saying? I feel right quick, you know, go ahead and carry yourself home. A, 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 lot, a lot of girls, hey, you owe me, girl. <laughs> you owe me. 
I saw you at Shishi, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I yeah, man, it. that whole um that that force and everything, bro. I mean, it communicating with people might not always be the answer. I ain't gonna say, oh, you gotta talk to somebody. I mean, they already probably got it, like you was saying, man, they got it on their mind. I'm I'm beating the cop in the jail. You know, I'm I'm taking it to a cop, you know, man, in NWA, fuck the police. You know what I'm saying? That's on their mind. That's built in them, you know. Talking to them ain't going to work. I mean, you got people who already got it on their mind. Whatever happened to them in the past, they might wait two, three years later till they build up their um, armory and decide to go back and, and, and take the phone somebody. You know, we don't know if today was that day or not. You know, it goes back to this, um, what Digis was saying with training. Even with that training, you got people who got it on their mind to do what they're going to do when they're going to do it. Back in my training, I remember watching a video with a dude who ended up killing a cop, and his thing on his mind was to kill a cop that day. He put it on his mind. The first officer that he came across that, that pulled him over, he said he couldn't do it. In the interview, after he killed that cop, they decided to interview this guy a couple of years. His thing was, I couldn't do anything to him because he was too clean. Oh, yeah, I said that video, yeah. Well, he got the same training video. <laughs> he was shaving, you know, up to par. His boots were shined. His pants were pressed. You know, officer let him go, and he carried on until he met the other officer who pants was wrinkled. You know, he looked at this guy some kind of way, but it was already on his mind. No matter, I mean, who he came across, something was going to happen. So, you know, I mean, no, not saying that communicating going to work or not going to work. Shoot, people got it on their mind. Sometimes you got to look a certain way. You know, and he wasn't picking for no race. He just knew that he was going to hurt somebody that day. And unfortunately, this particular guy that he came across, you know, that he found to be, uh, which is that, unkempt. <laughs> That's what he did. So if he had had some state flow, <laughs> he would have been good that day. Uh, hey, I had a dude tell me that, man. Like uh, I thought the fight looked like you could hang yourself. I was like, man, I'm glad you didn't fight today because <laughs> I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm hurting. <laughs> you got me. But that's a good thing though. Like I, my dad used to tell me that too. Like in, in Florida with your dad, like they literally had. My dad told me it was one situation. My dad got there first, and you know he was like, man, we gonna do this the easy way or the hard way. And if you want to do it the hard way, I'm going to have my partner do it. Because at the time, Floyd Daddy was bigger. You know what I'm saying? So the dude was like, you know what? <laughs> exactly, Tony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, I ain't I, seen no. Floyd Daddy in his, in his prime. Uh, no, I, 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 I remember I used to see Floyd Daddy jogging uh, up and down uh, Diamond. I know. I know, cause that's what that's what that's what got my head jogging right now. So I can whip my son's ass too. Tony Love, this 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 is this how you know when we used to play our two on two games. 
Floyd Daddy used to guard me just so he can beat me up. <laughs> that was for those purposes only. That's how that's how I became good at the three because I ain't wasn't trying to throw them elbows and nothing them hits. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but it's way too much fucking work just to score some points. Right? Wow. So I still I remember that time when Lindsey on um, boy pancake Danny yeah. makes it around the corner and then once we was outside chilling and saw man but he saw your daddy said damn your daddy he said man who daddy is that look like that man can wrestle a bear down. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? He don't need, he don't need no gun. What do you say? He don't need no gun. Just give him a twist tie. He said, "What do you need a gun for to be out here for? You wrestle bears and shit." Oh Fun man, that's crying laughing. Fun times. Now I see Percy all swole on social media. I see. That has changed in the year. He will out there trying to hold it, hold it down tall with the mustache. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I don't know what what ideas or what questions you had, Batman. But uh, let me ask this: What I mean to not just you, but anybody else? I mean, how would you? That's uh, I guess not law enforcement inclined. Also, how would you expect an officer to approach you? What would you expect? the opening statement should be? Um, I think it's all about, uh, from my experiences, I've had like two or three uh, unfortunate run-ins. It's your tone and your approach. Like um, when I moved to Texas, there was a lot of situations where I got pulled over where you walk into the car with your hand on the gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, normal people may not recognize that, but having friends in law enforcement, my father, you know, family members, like little things like that, you know what I'm saying? Just your, 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 your mannerisms, like you can tell when a cop is nervous, you know what I'm saying? And when they're nervous, I'm nervous, you know what I'm saying? Like I had another situation where me and my boys got pulled over for Mardi Gras and I knew one of my boys is a hothead. So I was literally trying to defuse the situation because I saw one of the cops was looking for action. You know what I'm saying? So I was just cracking jokes and doing everything I can to try to not get it to that level. He still handcuffed him. And then when my boy got handcuffed, he was, I seen in his eyes, he was about to fight him. But I defused it. But it's it's all about your approach. I think sometimes certain officers, as soon as they see you, like I said, the other situation when me and my cousins got out of the car, if you shaking or you're fidgety, uh, you're cracking in your voice, stuff like that, that's to me is a sign of, okay, this shit ain't gonna go right. That's just me. Might be sick, man, he might have a cold. Might have a cold, he should have, what uh, what he say, I don't know why, you, you fill out this form, <laughs> go on the roof and sweat it out. But <laughs> fucking, I don't know, man, that's just me. That's just from my experiences, like I said. I, I nah, got that's that's the same. That's shoot. That's the exact same way I feel. It's like I feel like it's the tone. That when they approach you, they already coming with an aggression, off the rip, and it's like, damn, we ain't even speak yet. I didn't even say nothing smart to you. Right. Why you already got like this this aggression? Okay. Uh, okay. You pulled me over if I was speeding, or I didn't come to a complete stop at a stop sign when no other cars is coming. I get it. Okay. Well, but ain't no other cars around. But okay, you you just felt like pulling me over. But why you had this energy? Right. Well, People can feel energy 
So it's whatever you, they approach you to now, you making that person uncomfortable. And now their uncomfortable energy might be more aggressive than yours. So now you have revved them up to not make the escalated situation. Like the aggression, the, the aggression doesn't doesn't match the charge. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like you, you ran through a stop sign. You shouldn't be on edge for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm five miles per hour over the speed limit. You shouldn't be on edge for that. Well, you know, and they, like you said, uh, you said your cousin was a hothead. You know, you got them hothead ass officers too. And yeah. They just they need to learn how to, um, you know, need to learn how to dial it down some. They people, man, and some um, some just need need to be worked with. A lot of them need to be worked with, but for the most part, most ninety ninety nine percent of them mean well, but they. Yeah, just an even kill approach, and um, yeah, you know, look, looking to resolve the at least try to resolve the situation fairly. I, I'm not sure, you know, what's the process of, you know, how you go about doing that, but just another thing for me, yeah. like especially when I moved to Texas, dumb ass questions. If my driver's license say I stay, I'm gonna use Laplace for example. If my driver's license say I stay in Cambridge and I'm in reserve, don't ask me what you're doing way in reserve. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the way that they ask questions is like, you're doing something outside of the norm. It's like, I'm 10 minutes away from my house. <laughs> like. <laughs> Why you do that? Why you not there? Uh, yeah. You're not in reserve. <laughs> yeah, like you're not supposed to be over there. Like, I like you can't drive around like you got friends that might live in that area. Yeah. You supposed and to just stay in your one area all the time. You and that's exactly what it was though. I was, um, you remember when I used to stay with a uh, old girl, I was off of 14th street and I was on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you were on your Ray Robinson plan. Ray Robinson. <laughs> they talking about Courtney, uh, digits and dub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've done, I've done the Ray Robinson plan. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was down there off of East Plano, you know what I'm saying? Which is a different part of Plano or whatever. So he was just bas basically, well, that's what he was telling me. It's like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I yeah, gave somebody He's playing like a hood. It's kind of like, it's it's more the hood side. So it has more, you know, Mexicans on that side. So they be extra aggressive on that particular side. You go on the opposite side of the freeway. Now you come more toward mm -hmm. upscale, where a little more money at. Now they more laid back. They don't worry about you. But mm -hmm. on his other side, where he was at, they, 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 like, to mess, they like to mess with people more. Yeah. Basically, what happened, I had him call a supervisor, and the supervisor cleared it out, and then it was good from there. But it was just, just unnecessary, like you said, unnecessary energy for my, my, my license plate light was out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. Write me this $20 ticket. Uh, let me go. Right, exactly. Instead of doing all this extra stuff, like I gave him my license, he dropped it, and like he like flinched and turped and stepped on it. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just, 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 I was like, welcome to Texas. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this or whatever. And, and I guess this is my experience. Like even, even I remember being in the city, right? And of course, you know, you have your white, this is, you know, you have your white officer, just like your black officers, just like your Hispanic one. I remember this, this, this white guy that I knew, real cool guy. He pretty much, you know, and he knew my dad and everything, but you know, he knew me because where I worked at at the time. And and pretty much whatever you were just pretty much like saying like, you know, regardless of of of, of the case scenario, or whatever it's, it's 
is your obligation to recognize that it's you want to get past the situation. So like, say for example, if a cop is hostile, I think for some, for, for us as civilians, we are still like, hey, look, you know, well, you're paying to do your job or whatever, you should know better. But in this particular t- case or whatever, they might necessarily, they might not have the, have the best case day or something like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as a civilian, you know, you can kind of say, hey, obviously he's having a bad day or whatever his issue is. Let me go ahead and change my approach to make sure I'm able to survive the situation. And I think, and I think that accountability kind of had to go both ways too, because I mean, as much as we, we want to make cops accountable for every action that we do, as civilians, especially for me, I was like, I ain't do shit wrong. So what you fuck, you know, what the fuck you bother me for? So I say, oh, today you must be having a bad day. So let me go ahead and give you what you need so you can get to get on with your life so I can go ahead and go do what the fuck I want to do. Because the worst thing that I need to do is you pay extra money to get, get out of bail just because this nigga decided he and his feelings or, you know, his wife fucked over him or, you know, because, you know, or whatever the case may be going on with him. You know what I'm saying? Because I think self-identification is a part of the process where we can kind of resolve some of these issues where I think sometimes we'll say, hey, this cop is being hostile but it might not necessarily be nothing that you did wrong it could have been like the last time you stopped somebody it could have just exploded to the point where he just got so stressed out mm-hmm. and it could it kind of go to the ptsd part that i said because i mean for a lot of us i mean because i deal with it and i've seen it in other people i just like well they're having a bad day so let me go ahead and just dumb it down so i can go ahead and survive this moment and if i if i make it to court and i can prove my case and get this thing cursed then all you know, all ends well, but you know, it's like, it's just like, it's just like a bad, it's like you know, bad customer service. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell a person that's giving you bad customer service, you can just say, hey, look, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Give me my product. As long as I get what I want, you know, I I, I can keep moving. You know what I mean? But this is true. Right. But so I think, with with that, if it's if you feel there's that bad customer service, I know you trying to get up out of that so you can get so you can get on. Right. Right. Where it take that ticket, take that ticket and file a report. Where, a complaint, it, puts a where it puts the attention to that officer, like, okay, even if that officer approach you with that attitude and you trying to match that attitude, well, let me give you what you need. So you feeling feeling him or her to feel you, you know, now you all gassed up. You know what I'm saying? But but me, me, me diffusing, like, say, for example, if that cop has an attitude, I could do my due diligence and say, yes, sir. Here you go, sir. I got everything that you need, sir. He might yeah. still carry that, that attitude, that tone, but I can just literally say, all right, I can feel right now that it's a no-win situation. Even though if I'm wrong, yeah. I know I need to diffuse the situation for the best interest of my, my well-being. And I think, I think that's why I say it needs to be kind of both ways where that person who wears a uniform versus the person who's not wearing a uniform needs to understand like, hey, look, if I know, I, if I go into a situation where I know I ain't do wrong, I'm actually very confident to kind of just be like, you know what, here you go. Do I have any warrants? Do I have any tickets? No, then let's keep moving, you know what I mean? But for the person that, but for the person that, you know, I think sometimes people just get over emotional. They be like, they, they're like, well, you know, why am I being stopped or whatever the case may be? And they kind of fusing the situation even more just because they want to prove that they are right. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes in, in many cases, I've, I've learned that I don't necessarily have to prove that I'm right. All, right. all I knew, all I have to do is just kind of just make sure I'm right in a situation so I can come back to it and say, hey, you know, if we need to go to court for me to prove this or whatever, then 
yes, you know, I actually have a valid chance to make it to the next day and still get what I want, which is validation that I haven't done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Versus a person that always wants to just be right, right on the spot. You know what I mean, yeah, but you, you, you know, you, you use the second um bad word. You, you use accountability. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> you know, kind of, you know, we use common sense and accountability as two things a lot of people don't have in their mind. Don't know how to use them properly. Don't even think ahead like that. You know, this, as you can see, this group of us is us talking. We all have that ability. But yeah, and then you, you have that that not that talk back to that officer i mean yeah you like the the yes sir the no sir and i got what you need and you know here's everything that you need i'm not saying not asking questions i'm not saying why you stopped me i'm not saying well i didn't run the stop sign or i that light was yellow right you know what i'm saying usually that feels that person that officer, you know, I'm not saying just take the ticket and go about your merry day, you know, but if 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 there was nothing that you was able to prove at that particular point, I'm if you want to take your ticket, take your ticket. If not, you know, and you want to take something back. But most of the time, that particular officer that you feel with extra stuff. I'm not saying don't ask a question. If you have a question, ask a question. You know, if you're concerned about something, I'm going to definitely say, you know, find out whatever you think that you can find out at that time. But if you just want to go about your day and, you know, you getting a ticket or not, man, look, I'm going to just, if if me, if me, I know I'm getting it, man, fill out what you need to fill out. Let me sign what I need to sign. And I'm going to double back and see what you say, what I did, and make sure everything that you put on this citation is legit. That right. makes, you know, and if I find a discrepancy in there, that's what I'm coming to court with. Right, and but my my thing is like like say for example, my engagement with you and my engagement with Percy might not necessarily be the same engagement I have with another officer. That, they they're gonna see you different. Right, so that's why I say like sometimes you got to as a as as a civilian, you have yeah. to recognize like say for example, it's like hey, this person based on my experience to treat me in a, in a, in a way where maybe I can ask that question. But like, say for example, officer so-and-so, if I ask a question, I feel like it's, it's being more of a, a hostile situation by me asking questions. I'd be like, well, here you go, sir. Let's get this thing rolling or whatever. I do yeah. what I have to do to, do to, do to protect my, my best interests at this moment. Then if I find a discrepancy or something that's at the, on the back end, then, you know, Right now, technically, we're in a technology age where we can actually kind of prove ourselves even more. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't have to fight with you to prove a point when I see us getting hostile. So let me take my other measures that, let me use my, my rational thinking to get over this situation so I can come back to it and correct the problem. Versus with you, you might say, hey, look, man, like I just saw you run the light. And I'm like, man, look, I, you know, I didn't see the light turn red until like, you know, uh, you know, because the sun was in my eye, you might say, okay, cool. Yeah, the sun is facing this way. Boom, boom, boom. I understand your opinion. You might let go. But the other person might say, man, fuck that shit. You ran the light. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're going to get this ticket. And it's like, well, you know, yada, yada, yada. All right, cool. Just give me a ticket. And if I have proof on the back end and say that, hey, look, I can get out of it or reduce the ticket, then all right, cool. You know, but I, I mean, for me, it's just kind of like one of those things where maybe I understand 
I can use my rational thinking to kind of get myself out of some situations. You can use rational thinking even when you're dead wrong. You can have a key in the trunk and and use rational thinking and get out of it. Right. But my thing is, you know, some people, that's not, common sense is not, like like Rashawn said, common sense is not common to everybody. Some people just want to just go left and stay left in every situation. And for that person, you know, sometimes, you know, you can see, you can see it sometimes. You can be like, hey, look, man, uh, maybe, you know, that's why, I, that's why I never really overreact over certain shit we see on social media or on certain situations. I'm just like, let me see how exactly how it fans out a couple days later because we don't necessarily see all of it until later. So, you know, so like my whole big thing is, you know, for, for my rational thinking, it's like, yeah, we could assume that this, this cop just knocked this person out or whatever, but if this nigga spit in their face or whatever, a video comes out a week later where the person spit in their face or whatever, and it was a hostile one. I see why the cop knocked him out. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we have to kind of use that best judgment. But in, in of course, you know, in the way that we think, you know, the, I want to say we, but the world thinks everybody reacts before thinking. I'm just saying, think before you act. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I, I think that's you where you asked it for a lot there. No, a lot of people <laughs> don't know how to think, man. Once again, remember, now you got to look at it like this too. Guess who? Who you think got more warrants when they get pulled over, men or women? Women? Exactly. I know too many have been that to do their time in jail but not paying tickets. <laughs> Yo. But if, but if, Becky, if Becky with the good hair wants to go go to jail, shit, nigga, I ain't going to jail. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you know, you know, that's what you want to do. I'm just saying, because, like, because, like you said, just don't never want to be. They don't. They never think they wrong. They think they, they wasn't wrong for speeding. They ain't paying that ticket. They'll take the ticket, but they ain't gonna go pay it until they I get caught. I just saw a chick on live PD wanted. Uh, the marshals came after and uh, went Dixie. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all don't get the marshals from me? Really? Well, you evaded us last time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think I think sometimes people are just a, a product of, of what they produce in regards to like, you know, and it, and all of a sudden when, it's, when a situation happens or whatever, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, woe is me. But you had like mad opportunities to, to fix it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, in those cases where where we 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 automatically are emotional over some things, then yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, like we see it all the time. We be like, damn, you know, this happens on social media. We react. We like, hey, you know, this is fucked up. A week later we say, Oh well, that nigga had like 10 pounds of cocaine in the back or whatever. It's like Right. right. You don't know the whole scenario why that person bread, like they might have had warrants already. So now they defensive to the cops because they already know they're going to jail. But they right. trying not to go. Right, but you know, you might have that case story where it's like, man, you know, like you know, like recent, like the recent situation, right? Like you know, you know what I'm talking about. And it's like, hey, look, you know, that man didn't do anything wrong. It just, you know, it is what it is. So it's like, you know, we can use our rational thinking to kind of look at, look at, assess the issue to say, hey, it really was something that we can actually get upset about because it wasn't wrong. So all I'm saying is like, you know, apply that to when it kind of comes to cop interaction, because my thing is at the end of the day. You know, there are some cases where, you know, the wrong thing just happens. But there are many cases where the right thing happens. And we need to differentiate the two. Because I think in a lot of cases, we're so quick to say, uh, uh, fuck the situation. But it has nothing to do with our city, the people that's in that area, or whatever. Because I can say right now, I live in a, I live in a, in a, I live in a black community right now. And I don't see no police, um, uh, you know, harassment, 
But then again, if I go to South Dallas, where crime is like statistics are a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? You know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know exactly. I mean, me, me going to South Dallas, I can honestly say that I don't necessarily know exactly what neighborhood does what. But if so happily, I can see why a cop will probably be a little bit more hostile in the area where they sell crack cocaine. Than yeah, Cam Wisdom. It's called Cam Wisdom, man, in, 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 in Oak Cliff. It's called Cam Wisdom. <laughs> Stuff going down on Cam Wisdom for sure. See, like you yeah. live in the you live in the DeSoto is kind of like you in the East. You live in New Orleans East. There ain't right. nothing going on. But as soon as you leave the soda, though, you back in the hood ASAP. Expeditiously. Have I driven down Cat Wisdom on a regular basis? Yes. And Keys. And all of them. I ain't fucking with Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. But you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I know, I know exactly what the fuck. Dog, on Martin Luther King, I had, me and Courtney was going somewhere and dude tried to sell us lotion. <laughs> <laughs> at the gas station, bro. Like, nigga. <laughs> hey, when when a crackhead told me, hey, man, give me a dollar and, you know, I'll wipe, you know, I'll, I'll clean out your windows type shit, I know I need not to be there with that Escalade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just knew that. So, but yeah, if it, yeah. in DeSoto or Addison, if I had that same Escalade and people would say, hey, this is the norm. You earn it, then you know what I, I just look at. I think people just need to use their best judgment. And and yeah, also, yeah, but people don't know how to use their best judgment. That's that's why I think that's where the problem lies. Unfortunately, well, the judgment skills on both sides on and on both sides, everybody's judgment skills is just not there. Bad decision making skills. Well, I say that that's the case in any case scenario. I mean, you could yeah, you can, you can it's all cases. Like, you know, why, why I didn't pull out on an old girl, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> there we go. See what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I, got, hey, I don't need no. Hey, man, it's Mother's Day, man. You shouldn't even bring that up on me right now, man. I'm trying to just relax. Hey, hey I'm just saying, you know, my thing is I say we, we do our due diligence, planting the seeds for them to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> We created that. We created that 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 process. Hey, that moment. Hey, 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 I don't even want to talk about that moment for me. All right, I'm. Hey, this is this going to change this subject. All right. Next up, we got um, we had a versus battle yesterday. Um, I think this is the first. That wasn't a battle. That wasn't a battle. That was a vibe. Oh, is it a, a, a versus vibe? This is the first yeah, ladies ones. This is the first ladies, right? Yep. Yeah, the first ladies. Yeah, we, we had Jill Scott versus Erica Badu. Um, shit, like, first of all, if you're gonna have a versus battle between two ladies, this is a good two to start with visually. Both of my baby mamas, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got one that's the microphone killer, and then yeah. uh, <laughs> the other one, the, 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 the snap, the green eye snatch your soul. If she look in your eyes, your soul is gone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you might get, and you might get a pregnant without even touching her. So, hey, you got tread lightly. <laughs> All you gotta do is breathe on Badu. She giving out babies. <laughs> if you got on a fedora and you breathe on her, <laughs> she having a fucking kid. <laughs> fucking. Um, like, you know, that's how you know. That's how you know. Common is tainted, dude. Cause how the hell he didn't shoot up the car? He made it on the unscathed. Something ain't right by Common. That way you know he he something different about him. Chicago. 
Yeah, that That's body count. His, <laughs> his, body count, his body count is real, and he ain't shot up none of these chicks' club. Yeah, it's something about common, dude. I don't know. <laughs> got, got, I question him now, man, because every chick he he ain't make, he don't make it with him. We well, on Haddish now, huh? Yeah, you on Tiffany Haddish now. You went way left on us. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that one. I don't think I ain't left. I didn't expect Serena either. Hey, hey, whoa, why not? Anybody want to hurt themselves? That's a great way to hurt yourself. <laughs> Try to tussle with that. I don't know, man. He just, I don't know. He just kind of, when he went from Badu, I don't know. The chick from Compton. Hey, he, he said the Badu box is real. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we know it is, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. If I had to choose between the two, man, I'd I, I go with Jill Scott, bro. It seemed like she'll, yeah. like she'll suck the soul out you. Literally. That's what she do, but her body count is quiet though. But she got a quiet mm-hmm. body count, but it's real. I bet you that though. Oh, Tony, you were saying this, like she's like a uh, no serious relationships. On, yeah, on, I, I don't think I don't think she's ever been in a serious serious relationship. I, I know she's been married a couple of times. Uh, first dude, yeah, yeah, who? it's been twice. You're right. Yeah, yeah. The first dude, you know, they 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 tapped out. Uh, the baby daddy didn't want no part of the relationship. The second dude, he, you know, he he went public like, man, her, her family, you know, it's a bunch of women. They they, it ain't right. No man stands a chance. <laughs> and role, then you, you role playing superstar. <laughs> but but with with the quality of work that she does or whatever, do you really care? You know what I'm saying that she's there. Uh, hey, yeah, the moment you care for the moment, dude, but you ain't trying to do long term. Once, once you get in the situation, man, you look, winning doesn't cure everything. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say, we are, we are approaching Florida. We have learned that some women have a purpose in, in our lives, whatever. Some of, some of them are just suck our dick from the back. Some of us, <laughs> some of them, or whatever, it's a deep thing for the rest of our lives. So, <laughs> you know so I appreciate Jill Scott's talent. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna ask y'all this. Remember when her news leaked a while back? I think she leaked that shit on her own. Jill? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised she did that. Oh, I wouldn't. Because, man, that woman smile at you. Just run for your life. Just run. Because that smile ain't right. She, she, she ready. She about to snatch your soul. <laughs> and, and that goddamn, and that, that Canada nigga getting on my fucking nerves, Drake. I think he got his hands on Jill. That fucking bastard is getting on my nerves with his body count. Yeah, probably so. I's nice, yeah, because he um he that little mixtape he just dropped last week and he gave her a shout out and she went and posted a reminiscent moment. I said, God damn it, this high yellow ass nigga is getting on my fucking nerves. I said before, every woman have their purpose. Jill is to suck the soul out you the best way she can. And give you a fire-ass breakfast. Yeah, but, but like, like I said, but uh, with Jill, though. And two scrambled eggs. Grits. God damn it. She did put that in the sauce. She did put that in the sauce. So, yeah, it's, it's going down. <laughs> She's her own girl. Yeah, man. And, yeah, raised by women. They, you know, they, they all cool and everything. Chill. But you know how she got on with uh, Jazz and Jeff, right? 
No. No. Uh, uh, he had his little studio and a uh, little reception area. He ain't look like much, you know. He, he wasn't doing much, and uh, she came in there like, "Hey, I can, you know, do the uh, staining on your uh, your wood floors, put some paint on the wall." Like, okay, <laughs> you know, how she know that? Did you? That's see, That's what I'm saying. That's a right there. Run for your life. <laughs> You can't do shit for her in life. If a woman can stain the floors, you useless in her world. Well, trust me, you you find you appreciate that later in life. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but she don't need you though. It's the thing though. So you yeah, she you appreciate that, but will she appreciate you? Yeah, she ain't gonna appreciate you because she can do it herself. That's what I'm saying. She's self sufficient. Don't you you can't do nothing with those types. What's but enjoy enjoy your run. Just What's enjoy your, your run. Robin Gibbons from Boomerang. Toast, two scrambled eggs, grits. <laughs> Dude, for a short time. It's only gonna be, you're gonna have a good little run, enjoy your run, say, damn, I had a good time. You had a good two to three months with Jill, and you move on with life. That's how, that's all it's gonna be. Ain't that long term gonna happen. What Jay Z said, our time together is our time together, and our time apart. Exactly. It's our time right. apart. Just say, oh, and just reminisce from time to time. Say, damn, that was a good run. And and just be grateful. That's the hard part, the reminisce. <laughs> yeah, the reminisce is going to hurt now. Oh, the reminisce. You're going to be on some Anthony Hamilton shit. Yeah. <laughs> Toast, two scrambled eggs, grits. <laughs> sometimes you'd be like that. You'd be like, man, we used to chill, watch TV together, and she would play with my balls. What the heck? This sir, Toast, two hours, <laughs> drink. He ain't messed it up, bro. I'm not gonna lie. She's she only gonna do that for so long so she's ready for the next person. Hey. Oh, On man. to the next. Hey, <laughs> on five, to the next. Five podcast listeners or whatever, right? This my younger day or whatever. All you have to do is feed and fuck me. I was pretty straight about that shit. You know what I mean? Feed and fuck me. The that necessities. Like, yep. Get the smash. And you give me a rally two for four. I'm good. <laughs> no tomatoes. <laughs> no pickles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, oh, but overall, that, it was a good. It was a good vibe. The the they oh, just man. did their thing. It wasn't. They wasn't going back and forth. They were, you know, they weren't taking it. See, they wasn't. See, they were being I respectful. Babyface again. I need the babyface battle again because babyface was taking the most classiest shots of all. Babyface was being cold, man. Like he man, was. I love that. And he was being highly disrespectful to Teddy Riley. I loved it. He's like, what'd he say? Oh, I don't do remixes. <laughs> 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 like, nigga, what's a nigga who would tell me that in the middle of a battle? I don't do remixes. You know, I, 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 I was like this. I would say that there was a level of competition in this battle. We just couldn't see it. Because it, 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 was, it was kind of one of those situations where if you actually watched it, uh, Jill was getting annoyed by Erica getting up there all the time. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that though for sure, for sure. And my thing was, you know, Jill, Jill had her moments where she'll kind of like overly compliment Erica, and Erica would kind of get be looking at her like she's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like don't get me wrong, there was a level of women interaction that we will probably never see like clearly, mm-hmm. but you could tell that there was a, there, they were literally like, I think I could I could tell like pretty much at the end. Both of them were happy that it was over because it was kind of dry sometimes. I mean, yeah. What are two other ladies y'all would like to see though? What's 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 two other ladies 
Well, I know one that I want to see. Well, they, they keep trying to make this brand in Monica won't have it, but I don't, we don't, oh, I don't no. think we need that smoke. I don't need I that. Want, no. I, want to, I want to see Lil' Kim <laughs> and Nicki Minaj. Go ahead. Nah. Nah, I can do without that. I was saying one of my Mary, boys, J, uh, Mary J and somebody. One of my boys said Anita Baker and Shaw Day. No. No, no. To me, no. No, no, no man. I, 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 hey. I don't need that type of energy in my life, man. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need, no, I don't need nobody. Nah, I don't know, man. I just can't see that one, man. I love them women too much. Look, man. I, 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 I see always that. say, I wish I could be as good as the man that Anita Baker I always sing about. <laughs> 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 the man in that song can do no wrong. If I could be that dude. That's just the idol. She, she she apologized. Yeah, a whole song. Believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. me, yeah, I that, knew. That, that, you I'm never gonna hear a girl or woman. I've never heard any woman sing a song since. I'm so. I'm you sorry. saw that didn't drop as a single though. You saw that right? That ain't never drop as a single. That was that B side. <laughs> Still, the fact that she recorded it. Right, but now nah, they the radio wasn't putting that on the radio. They didn't want us getting any confidence out here, thinking like, oh, women can apologize in these streets. Wait a minute, we'll backtrack. What y'all were saying about Brandy and Monica? Who you no said didn't want? <sighs> Monica, Monica might go through the screen and slap Brandy, man. We, we don't, that shit gonna happen because she punched her before once. And Brandy be acting kind of funny. And Monica, you know Monica about that action, you know. She, you know, she keep a nine in her purse at all times. She be ready to get the bucket. So... I don't know if we need Monica getting no attitudes with Brandy because Brandy want to start acting bougie and shit, acting like she ain't from Mississippi and shit. She ain't <laughs> think, thinking she's from L.A. and all of this stuff. And, you know, Monica get irritated. Bitch, you from Macomb, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what she will say. And, that's, and you know, it's going to go left. But, but Even Monica, though Brandy has gotten ratchet as she's gotten older, but she still don't want that Monica energy. I don't. I don't think. I don't think technically, them two are are really re relevant enough to even compete. At That's what point. I was saying earlier. Oh, I wouldn't put it together. No, it's like you know. Like Andy Dante. Like, they have I'm to really, be Mary J. Blige and somebody. Is it Mary J. Blige and Ashanti? That's what you said. Fuck no. Yeah, Maya. Hell no. That's an ass whooping. No, no that's an ass whooping too. <laughs> that's the thing. Mary can't go against anybody, and yeah. y'all niggas know I love my Mary. Hold on, yeah. let me think. Hold on, wait a minute. Jasmine Sullivan. No, Jasmine Sullivan don't have enough. Work. She ain't got she enough music. Work. She yeah. got the voice, but she, she don't have enough music. Yeah, but um, it's you got to uh, Everybody uh, got that twenty uh, cuts. You got that twenty I songs. I got it. Mary versus Janet Jackson. You know what? I thought about uh, okay. that. I thought about that, but that's still. You know what though? That's still almost like Teddy Riley. In babyface, mm. why you say that? Mary because you yo you gonna have every angry black woman on God's green earth rooting for Mary, nigga. Well, how, how, <laughs> how the fuck Janet gonna survive that? She got man, she got. I mean, don't she got to wrong. pull a titty out. She got to pull a titty out. Exactly. <laughs> That's all what she gonna win. Hey, hey, I'm saying, young Janet versus angry Mary. Principal. I'm man. saying. All Mary got to do is play my life, niggas over. What about Tamia? Yeah. Tamia, nah, not not enough body of work. Nah. Not nobody. The Whitney would have been a good one. Whitney against yeah. Mary. 
Or, okay, you know what? Mariah. Hell no. 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 See, yeah, see what I'm saying? I'll go Whitney first. Um, hell Whitney yeah. Jan- Whitney or Janet? Well, well Whitney, Whitney and Mariah would have been good. But, yeah. Uh, that's in the, the same genre, I guess you could say Whitney yeah. and Mariah. Yeah. But Whitney all day, all day though. Whitney, win- Whitney wins out of whoever, to me, over Mary, as far as body of work and voice. Kind well, of. we know the voice part, but see, it's just the fact Mary has those damn, like I said, those anthems for these angry heifers <laughs> that act like they hurt for life. Like, they can't never heal again. They got they actually got mad at Mary because she was happy for a minute. Like, damn, that's right. Right. Y'all got right there. Hello. When she got married, they was hitting that shit, boy. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? The girl can't sit here right, and be right, on that right, hell of a drug right, right, and mad right. the world forever. Come on, let the girl live. They wanted her ass to get beat forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one don't have a case in her life forever. She so, beat up Case. She tried to date Case for a minute. She beat the hell out of him. <laughs> and in she, case she you put it have a hell. drug habit, a oh. drinking habit, uh, be, be emotionally abused. Oh, so Mary, Mary versus Beyonce. <laughs> Mary versus Beyonce. I mean, technically, I mean they they're the only two that kind of last throughout time. Yeah, yeah that, that'd you know be good, that, that bitch good ass. That, nah, I don't want to see that bitch ass beehive bees all through the fucking comments all fucking night. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> but no, that'd be a good matchup. The beehive. Uh, Versus, versus the, 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 the bitter bitches. The bitter bitches. <laughs> you know what? That's a good, you know what? That's a good fucking call. The battle of the bees. <laughs> the bitter bitches go whoop the beehive ass. They don't even know how strong. Brought to you by Budweiser. Because <laughs> you got remember now. The bitter bitches going to shoot. Them the bees ain't going to sting no bitter bitch because they're going to get to shoot. So this guy, oh, that could work. Hey, that it'd could. Be, it'd be like St. Mary versus Prep, baby. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. But that's it. But you know, next weekend they got Nelly going against Luda. That's a good matchup. I mean, as far as Luda's gonna get that ass. Luda, Luda got that all day. Yes, yeah. I'm, hey, I know you. Yeah, I, Nelly got hits though, man. I don't think it's gonna be as. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be as much of an ass whooping as people think, but we know lyrically, yes, Luda is better. But it's just the fact is, no, yo, content- Nelly got them songs too, though. No, content- remember he went diamond. No, content wise, Luda got him. Yeah, Luda got him. Luda got hits too, man. Don't like, sleep on that. Longevity over Nelly. True. I think mean, Nelly Nelly messed up once he did, once he decided to go country a little bit. <laughs> Cause it's all in my head. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I was I was actually was hoping for Luda to go against Fab. I, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. I can see but that. I think people, no, I think my, people are scared to go against Fab though. No, you know who needs to go against Fab? It had to be somebody like Jada. All I'm saying is I'm ready Jada for Cliff Real versus Hot in Here. Well no, he got hot in here. Well, t- that's Tip drill. What was Ludic- the ludicrous song? The um, oh, was popping on the handstand. Yeah, that's what I said. This is gonna be some. Yeah, this, this is gonna be that. This is gonna this is a strip of dreams. Drop down and get <laughs> battle here. Yeah, both of them have a strip in the background. Right. Luda gonna have a strip in the background. I promise you that. I bet you a hundred dollars. Luda might have a strip in the, in the background. Is he married now? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but his wife bought that action, so I think he might still be able to pull that off. Oh, yeah, they're they all in Atlanta. It's, yeah, yeah, and he in Atlanta, but he's from South Africa. But oh, damn, he loves South Africa, don't he? Yeah, yeah. he um, dude, he got citizenship out there too. Damn, goes all over the world. Exactly. <laughs> he really put that shit. He, he, I'm gonna he say really he, he said in the interview one time, like when he went out there and just saw that he was just fucking yeah. in love. He was in yeah, love. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the MTV followed him out there. Yeah, my yeah. homeboy the same way though. My homeboy CJ, he uh. Yeah, he, yep. Married, yeah, he married a chick. Yeah, he married his yeah. He his said you went to South Africa. Africa. He said it changed your life. I agree. So, so yeah. I know Nelly's still kicking himself that he let Ashanti go though. So uh, uh, do, you, do you think he's really kicking himself? Because I don't I don't think Ashanti just like Angela Simmons. She ain't got it all all the way down, in my opinion. I don't give a damn about her mindset. You see how that body develops just keeps getting lovely as she get older? And that's why that's why there's Mother's Day because of niggas like you. Oh man, boy. Oh Mm-hmm. Straight vampires. Yeah, man. They 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 age quite lovely here, man. So I'm not trying to hit on that, but but meanwhile he talking about you with Ashante, but yeah, he's still chasing behind Janet. Hey, she married a prince, nigga. You can't beat that. She got money. <laughs> well, yes, true. Billion dollar settlement. Hey, I know what I'm getting into. You need to find out what she's getting into with Ashante. You know what I mean? Well, or like this, like you said, that's why. Yeah, remember now, I told you I like I like bad decision making helpless. We we this is well documented. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't sit here and go off the beat. I'm tr- that's why I'm trying. That's why I'm single now. Like, cause I'm trying to leave them alone. But that's the only one I keep running again. And I keep running from them now, though. See, I'm trying to change. So you know, it accidentally happened. Yeah, you, you just come on, white girl. Come on, look. I love. I look, nigga. I love Mary, Fantasia, and Ashanti, nigga. If you, if you can't get no more of a hat trick or bad decision making skills. <laughs> well, I will say, Fantasia. You can go, you 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 can not pull out on that one. I give you that one. But the other one, <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying like, yeah, you know one. So all I just want to do is shot to hit that high note. I mean, with um now the to but um Fantasia, I just want to make her hit that high note. That's all. I think if you tap it, you'd settle in. Hmm. Well, Pete, this I'm gonna start a fight. So uh okay. Raheem go there. Um Raheem go there. Uh who who went in, in the fight over uh, Kelly Rowland? <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Hey. Oh, talk about me and old boy? You hey, and Dub. Hey, like, like he might arrest her, but I'm a, I'm gonna set her free. You know what I'm saying? This dude's stupid. Oh, hey, man. peep this though. Peep this though. This I this how uh, I'm gonna I'm be that transporting officer. <laughs> <laughs> this how I knew Dub was serious about Kelly Rowland. He used to work at the airport, and uh, Destiny Child came in that day, and he, he came home from he came home from work like he won the lottery, boy. Hey, he like she held my hand. She hey. held. My hand. <laughs> hey, bro. They came down the escalator to the baggage claim and they walked out, they went outside. Right. They went outside to the to the little uh curb where they had their ride. 
and I, I was I was a a sky cap, taking the bags off and you know bringing people to a taxi to their ride or whatever. Hey, bro, I sat down the rest of the day. I ain't work. I ain't working. I ain't Damn. I sat down the rest of the day and chilled. I think I'd have made what eighty dollars. It was early. I ain't did nothing the rest of the day. <laughs> Why you ain't work, bro? Uh, I don't know. Kelly, I was, Kelly Rowland touched this, bro. Go it off. But my but my thing was, I think I met I met her in Houston for a Shriners convention. Her dad, her dad was a Shriner, mm-hmm. so we was at the hotel downtown, and I met her, and I just was like always like saying, even after I mean, even though you know we were kids, I always did say there's something about Kelly Rowland that separates her from the rest of the clique, because you know she, you know I know some women they'd be like, oh she fine, you know whatever, but I think that's a special type of woman to have sex appeal. And Kelly has it. Mm-hmm. It's like Janet has it. And I would say young Sierra has it. Old Sierra, you know, she lost it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, got you, this, I got the similar theory. I, I think is a, uh, what's your girl name from 106 of Park? Not free, Roxy. Right. I used to always say that she's fine, but she's unattractive. Right. Yeah. You I can see that. Like she, she's, she, she got the body, but something about the sex, like you said, the sex appeal is not there. Yeah. So I mean, I've always been that guy. So I feel I feel you on the Kelly Rowland love. Because I, 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 at a young age, Janet Jackson, I was just like, hey, that's something about her that ain't, I ain't never seen nowhere else. And then when I saw her on stage with a, with, with a boy with that leather suit and shit, I said, that's it right there. So that's the, <laughs> I can see the inner freak. And it's like, uh, just like uh, old girl, uh, Jill Scott, say, hey, bro, you know, she's a big girl. But when she bite her lip on, on camera, bro, I was just like, yeah, that's that it is right there. <laughs> yeah, but there's no inner freak in her, though, dude. That's facts, dude. She, we know she about that life, though. It ain't nothing. You you just see it in jail off the rip that she bought that life. So it Hey, y'all seen that, that, uh, y'all seen that Dion Cole comedy special? Like, you ever had a head from Big Girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Nigga. Um, yeah, that brought back some memories, boy. I ain't going lie. That nigga so, said, bah, bah. <laughs> No, no, it's one thing, it's one thing getting the hair from a chick, right? But it's a different thing when she loves giving you hair. Right. Mm-hmm. Now that's facts. So I, I guess yeah. my stigma is I need you to love doing what you do for me for me to appreciate you. I have one tell me one tell me you might want to turn the TV up. You about to get loud. What? <laughs> 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 You know See, that oh. kind of confidence that just turns you all just off the strength of the confidence for us to even say some shit like that. Help me, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. What? <laughs> 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 nigga, grab that remote real quick. She's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> you say no more. What she what she say? You be like, oh, really? Okay, take it. You know what I mean? I need some some. I like a woman that loves to do what she do. A lot of women, they just do it just because they have to do it or they feel like you want to do it. But a woman that loves to do what she do, that's a game changer, bro. Hey, um, uh, another sign is if you're driving and she's giving you a head and she tell you you might want to slow down and do the speed limit, that's when you know <laughs> <laughs> the confidence level is fucking... <laughs> Dude, it's like, nah, you need to slow down, man, nigga. Don't know why you even say that shit, nigga. I almost got th- I could have got thrown out of the jail one time for that shit. They got a cop right next to me as that shit was happening. 
And then, oh my God, I said, I'm so glad like, these windows of t- ten are so dark right now. Because I could have went under the jail for that shit. Because, nigga, I was squirming like a little bitch. And, <laughs> and, how, and how long did she stay around? Oh, nigga, that, that's, that's, oh, she was married. So I had like a two year, I was two year affair with her. So I was in there, I was like Jay Reed in that nigga. I was, I was in too deep. I, I know we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know Tony Love? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you may, yeah, yeah, I think you yeah. may know too. That dude, that uh, that was when uh, I was battling between her and the second wife, and that, like I said, that's the day I should have died. Yeah. Because well, I had them both at the restaurant at the same time. Mm-hmm. His ex-wife and his I, married the ex-wife woman. and the chick. I'm and having. And a married woman, and I'm telling the ex-wife, I'm trying to get back with the ex-wife, but telling her I can't let go of her as a friend. But then we dipped off to the bathroom, and then I did my thing with her in the bathroom and went right back up in the fucking... I should have died that day. At, at Cheddar's. At Cheddar's. How like, dare you disgrace the, the holy... <laughs> I said, that was the day I really had an out-of-body experience. Like, I felt like I was sitting at the bar, but I was in front of them at the table. And I'm looking at myself like, what is you doing, nigga? <laughs> like, I should have, yeah, I should have easily died. That that was the day I should have died. Like, I could have. And, yeah, so that was a beautiful day. So, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Tony Love know what I'm to- who I'm talking about. So, yeah. Well, that was like, yeah, almost three years I was with her, the married chick. I called her the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like your tombstone? Like your tombstone with your boy called your girl? You're not wearing a bustle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doc Holliday and stuff, man. That's who she was, man. I like, yeah, it was always something. Floyd, hard. what's wrong? I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I just proved my point. Like, that's who you want to go to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> See, I didn't look at any reason to try to jump ship, man. We ain't trying to hear you right now. Cut that out. Oh, man. I'll, I'll give you some details on that, dub. Yeah, boy. Wow. Uh, later time. <laughs> this is my mine been since 2002. You know this goes out to the general public, do you, right? <laughs> nigga, we got we got listeners in Guatemala and shit, nigga. <laughs> I paid for my sins. I, I can be I can I can open up about this now. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let me show you let me show you how bad it was, right? This is kind of bring this story all together. When I drove to Virginia. That person was with me. The night I actually saw Percy, she was in the hotel room. <laughs> mm. Boy, you got ghosts, bro. He got more than ghosts, boy. Hey, trust me, man. I ain't gonna say. Then, then the person I met with Percy at the club. That person followed me back here to Dallas, and then, so it's kind of like the them years are kind of. Gone by where that, that 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 type of stigma kind of stuck with me. You know what I mean, it happens. Yeah, I mean, but you know, girl, but the girl I met with Percy, she was a stripper, but she retired now. Now she lives in. Now she lives back in Virginia. Huh? Who she be? Nah. <laughs> back in Virginia. After three kids later. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> 
Oh man. Oh y'all nothing but trouble. Um <laughs> hey, hey, someone's trying to be reformed troublemakers. So some just ain't you just ain't no civilizing them niggas. They just all they like Denny Green said. They are who we thought they were. Excitement <laughs> <laughs> in your life, man. Hey, look, I went to a, I went to a private school with all boys. Just blame that crap or whatever, because I it was it was all foolery once I got to college, and I ain't even expected to be that way. But it is what it is. And Laplace, and the East, and the West Bank, and Fuck the West Bank, nigga. No, yeah, <laughs> y'all ain't bring no goddamn West Bank with me. <laughs> I blame oh, it on y'all. the reason why I'm this way. Y'all who? Y'all. Say y'all. One, two, three, and Tony's uh. on the Vincent. All the rest of y'all, y'all good? <laughs> no, nigga, we called you Quiet Storm on the time, nigga. You got you came in that all quiet, but nigga, you left with devast- devastation after you left. <laughs> I blame all y'all. Y'all, y'all were part of my flaws. So we're all kick it again, man. We should go. We should go ahead and meet up. Twenty twenty one. Pre-quarantine reunion. Post-quarantine, fool. Post-quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, we gonna be better. Nah, I got it. For the next quarantine. The next quarantine, yeah. Yeah, the damage that's gonna be having gonna be another quarantine. Now that what you talking about, shit. There is gonna be another quarantine. Biological, biological warfare is gonna be the thing of the future now. Since it worked. What do you mean the future? It's always been. It was in World War uh, Two. No, it's gonna be more, more of a. I mean, I know it's gonna be more advanced, but you know, there was mustard gassing and all that shit in World War Two. This is the first time the U.S. had to shut down for a month. That's what this is right here. Yeah. You know, I don't go nowhere anyway, but still. I mean, you know, I mean, at least the strip clubs need to open back up. You know, drive through. So many. They're doing a couple of those in uh in Oregon. Yeah. Portland, yeah, they got to drive through strippers. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about. <laughs> nah, they've been nah, they've been doing that at the um, they you know they doing the private sessions and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. You getting everything also? Yeah. So they still out here working Yeah, they they uh, deliver your food, man. They like grub strip hub. Grub strip hub. Exactly. <laughs> no, he's no, I, no, he no. That's real. Yeah, yeah that's, that's real. real nigga, yeah. dude, a couple oh, of my man. stores. A couple of stores I'm at, dude, the way I see them chicks is built, I'm like, nigga, I know what your profession was. Ain't no way you out here now online shopping. Oh, I know where this, this grocery is about to go. That's an app for that? Yeah, like, like, I don't think it's like, I don't like this. I think they doing it on the slick, on the slide way. They doing so it with this company. So people I go. So like, I, I got some this morning. I got a delivery, grocery delivery this morning, right? So... Your grocery delivery, they come drop your groceries off, and it just have to be a fine ass chick. And then when she at the door, she make a clap for you and give her a tip. Like nigga, like I can see that happening. Yeah, that'll they slide their card to you and say, yeah, I can do private sessions afterwards. Oh, so I, I might have go ahead and look this up right here. DoorDash, what's up? <laughs> oh, like you were saying last time with the, the OnlyFans shit, like yeah, the OnlyFans shit that's real too, you know. Everybody's still gonna try to make their money. Well, Pimp C said, man, it's the most addictive drug in the world, man. Yeah, dude, like you still got desperate niggas out here gonna pay to see something move uh, through through video or in person. Niggas still gonna pay one way or the it's other. The American dream. And that's what um these people are rising about is all these people with habits. There you is, go. Man, look at that. Yeah. People ain't ain't uh 
ain't riding with assault rifles because they can't get their hair cut. They riding because they can't no. go to strip club. They can't buy weed. They can't buy heroin. No, no. They actually leave their number so you can call them and whatever. Hey, bro, you was a little too quick with that, though. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm kind of worried. Saved <laughs> on the home screen. No, no, no. Because I, I shared this at this last party I went to, a quarantine party. Mm-hmm. It was like... Uh, well, first of all, the person the house you was by, they 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 known for doing wild shit too. So, no, actually, well, the interesting thing about that story is this: I know Sean. Well, I know that particular person looked at worse than I am, but pretty much I kind of outbeat him. But I just kind of keep my mind on low. Whoa! I ain't this Sean. Just let not that you. be known. No, not, not you. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make that disclaimer right, goddamn! I do because my mama accidentally freaking. <laughs> to a podcast one time in life. Nah, ain't me. Well, no, I, I, I said like, you, you, you met him at the daiquiri shop in Carrollton. I know, I know you talking about. No, I know yeah. you talking about. He was like that one on. We was down there for the wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I know, I know who you talking about. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, I look at it like, hey, look, you know, you know, with these uh, stimulus checks and stuff like that, you know, you gotta put, you gotta put in the work. I, I well. If this the second wave come, it's gonna get real out here in these streets again. They send the second wave of stimulus checks. Yeah. Two two stacks, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They gonna get mad. They gonna get mad, Froggy out here. You get the two stacks. Oh, Tony, they ain't gonna. They don't know how to act. Tony, that, bro, Tony, we gonna be on the come up, bro. Two stacks. Oh, trying to flip this. <laughs> yep. Hey, girl, you yeah. want this rice fries right quick? You can be large. <laughs> So, um, next up, uh, we've been having the Jordan documentary. I know we haven't talked about this in a minute, but um, they did what six episodes in, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we need to get a catch up on the last, yeah, four, yeah. So, they didn't talk about Dennis Rodman, some Phil Jackson stuff, um, Jordan with his gambling, um, stuff like that. The Dennis Rodman part, I was unimpressed. It wasn't nothing like it's literally everything you already know. know. Right. Right. Um the Phil Jackson stuff was kind of interesting. I didn't know a lot of that. Like how he well, was. Well, that's that sounds like Phil though. They're like, you know how Phil could finesse people. We knew he's so laid back and chill. It kind of made sense. And but not even just that, just like the whole part of him uh, you know, coaching and what well, he was like. Puerto Rico or whatever you yeah, were. Yeah, coaching Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, I, I, I knew about the Puerto Rico, but I knew about the CBA. I mean, uh, yeah, when he was in the, um, yeah, the, the, when he had the, they had the CBA league, I remember him there, but I didn't know about Puerto Rico, though. I, I, yeah, I knew about Puerto Rico. I didn't know the, the extent of what how he was really, into Yeah, how really. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you know, people getting shot and killed and shit on the regular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's international play, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So it's um the gambling stuff too. Um I think for the younger generations, they probably didn't know about that, but we all knew Mike was uh was about that action. Yeah. And they could bet on everything. Yeah, so, but uh, then you know what too? I think he used that gambling too as an excuse to how he was able to get all his side pieces too, in and out them hotels by saying he lost the bet and slide it to that cat and put it and helped them pay for the room he might have did his dirt in. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Remember he had that long, you remember he had that long run with Vanessa Williams until yeah. Rick Fox decided to go on the dome. They said, let me go and take that out your hands, Mike. I'm gonna lock this down. That's why they fell out. You know, they know that they ain't never been cool again. Who is Mike cool at period? Like Mike ain't really cool with many cats. No, nobody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, he's a true, he's a true bona fide asshole to the highest level. Yeah, I think that's what um, people are going to see. I think it's going to get worse with the last couple episodes. Yeah, and that's what he was worried about, too, of how he was going to be perceived. Like, yeah. you you made your money so far, bro. Right, you ain't got nothing to lose. You're playing with house money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And shoot, MC Bree told us a long, long time ago about how foul you was. Remember that, that running he had with Chameleon there? Yep, yeah, him too. Yeah. yeah. I should call it a running, but the way he treated him. Yeah, he yeah, brushed him off and stuff. Yeah, like he was beneath him and all of that stuff. Yeah. Now Chameleon down around there, shit, over there in Silicon Valley, making <laughs> shit. Millions on top of millions now, being a investor and stuff like that. Yeah. Start all his startup funds. Yeah, I followed him on uh, Republic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He into everything. Yeah, so if you when you got a penthouse in San Francisco, you know you got some money. The new San Francisco. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, but like you said, yeah, Mike, we know Mike is Mike, and so this is like you said, it's making it more clear and us seeing other shady side of him and that well, confirmation on we knew he was filed in these streets anyway. And but but it, it proves my my point with him, we know they, we have these discussions about, you know, greatest of all time. I always bring up the external variables. We, we see how much of a gambler he, he is, in, in, you know, making the money that they were making in the, in the 60s and 70s. That money was going to be gone. Yeah. Quickly. Mm -hmm. And I, the, the, I know, the, I the sleepless nights. Yeah. You know, he's sleeping three hours and still scoring 50. Same thing yeah. with Iverson, too. Yeah, because Iverson was the same reckless way also, though. But, you know, that just makes you show you just, you know, even, oh, well, the late great Kobe. Old man Kobe was the same way, too. They they were guys that never slept, but they was – Kobe was more about the craft of the game, but then Gordon, yeah. Jordan was just – he just a competitor on every single thing. Ivan's is what you call the ultimate nigga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was a freak. This was a freak of nature that just went on the court and they would party, be at the strip club, gamble. He did it all. It slept two hours and then go drop, like you said, thirty-five to forty on you that night. Hmm. So you know you just got these type of cats that's just freak. Now this generation, man, ain't nobody about that life. No, 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 no. They're scared of that image. I don't know that. Yeah. They're going to strip club. They don't know how to do it. So, like, none of them can, you know, I don't see nobody in this generation that's even showed none of that type of vibes of, like, being that way. Well, I say Jason Tittle got that killer instinct, but he's just not going to be as wild and crazy off the court and stuff or an asshole. Nah, James Harden, yeah, like I was about to say, there are some stories around here in Houston. Oh, Houston, oh yeah. he got a jersey. He got a jersey yeah. hanging in a few strip clubs in um, Houston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 
Yeah, and he got a bitch ass in his tendencies to the highest level. So yeah, there that's probably as close as we have is Harden. And I know Ashanti been seeing him too often down there too. Goddamn bearded <laughs> bastard. But can't knock him. Shit. Can't, can't tell that no. Nah, so I ain't knocking him for it though. All right, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, Tony Love, uh, I know you've been keeping notes. What have we learned this episode? All right. Uh, let me pull my list back up. Uh, first off, watch your tone with the police. <laughs> watch your tone with the police. Put your hand behind your head. <laughs> watch your tone. <laughs> And number two, uh, NFL wives need to, uh, need to be on high alert when that second contract hits. <laughs> Sh- shout out to Nina. You, you, I'm, I'm with you, Nina. I stand with Nina. And gee, that's not a bad thing about that too. Her name. Her name is Nina. You don't think she ain't about that action? <laughs> <laughs> First, I stand with Nina. Yeah, that was the other oh, key factor. Man. Also, her name is Nina. You can't. You know she bought that action, but okay. He learned. He learned. He learned, he learned today. Yeah, he learned today. <laughs> you thought she was from Texas, now, didn't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Uptown, baby. You know, I, just, I just want to show her being a red bone. I, I just ain't put it past her. You thought them Texas values and swept up with <laughs> you, fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you thought she was from, yeah, just because she lived in Texas don't mean she was from Texas, and you learn now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, nigga, I got these three kids. Uh-huh, now you owe me. Oh, boy. What else you got, Tony? Uh, no, nah, that, that's the only two that, that really stuck out to me today. And uh, Titans going 15-1. to yeah, Titans. Yeah, I, I see that. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Give my team that damn pressure, man. But y'all gonna, but, but y'all gonna have a tough season. I knew. I said when that when that, when Tony Love put that out, I said, man, Batman ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> but the Saints gonna have a tough season. But the Saints gonna have a tough season. Oh, it's a tough one. We're gonna win twelve games. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Oh man, what you got, uh, Rashawn? Well, I, I just feel like I, I helped everybody understand there's no such thing as common sense. It's called rare sense. Next thing too is there's nobody don't nobody comprehends and understands what accountability is. And like I said, oh, don't tread lightly with any chick named Nina. <laughs> That's a red phone. <laughs> You, you, you gonna learn today, like we just said. You know, it's just that, and uh, and I'm, I'm I'm crossing my fingers for a miracle for my readers. That's all, cause it's my last year before I put in my resignation papers. Yeah, that's gonna happen. They gonna fuck it up. Exactly, cause of Gruden ass. And he ain't going nowhere no time soon. Not I know. That's why I'm with me. Knock three times if you're with me. That's why I'm putting in my resignation papers. I can't. I don't know if I can do no ten years or no Gruden. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Saints eating W's. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jameis. <laughs> That's gonna be y'all start as soon as Breeze get out of there. 
That's true. Yes. Ah, uh, Aiden W. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lobster sauce. Uh, Raheem Odell. Uh, let defer. Let defer to the two honoraries. So, uh, let them go first. Yeah, you know what? You know we gotta let that nigga in at the end. We gotta push the button on him. Yeah. Uh, P digits. Any uh, last words? No, nah, man. Just thank y'all for having me, man. And shit, I can do it again sometime. So, yeah, whenever. All right. Dove C. Yeah, man. I, same thing, man. I appreciate being here, man. I mean, talking about, I guess, talking about my craft, and you know, just looking to enlighten people on how to, I don't know, I guess, how to respond the best way that they can. So, yeah, I would like to be invited back in the time, and I'm, I'm good. Next time you're gonna uh, use that DJ equipment behind you. Oh yeah, you see that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't yeah. that last time I was there. Oh, I had set it up because um, I've been doing some um uh, some stuff for the dance crew kids for uh, the past couple of days. Like they 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 on the little Zoom, so I just I do all I was doing the music for them for a couple of days, for a couple of weeks. Right? That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, the reckless one. Now let the foolishness begin. Oh, one, uh, we're going to say Kelly Rowland is all mine. God damn it. <laughs> two, two, y'all bullshit with this whole, as we get older, I'm not going to do these reckless shit like Earl Reed and whatever, yada, yada, yada. We all going to fuck something in the same room one day. <laughs> 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 three, three, I would say like this or whatever. I well, this is kind of like off off something else. My wife just walked in, so I'm gonna go ahead and kind of keep it up. God bless you. She she sensed the foolery on the way. Exactly. Oh. Hey, 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 look. Learn your role, woman. I planted the seed, goddamn. That's why you hear this Mother Day. I can cut the tree down. Don't do it me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you watch too much goddamn uh, Tyler Perry movies, goddamn. Don't get slapped on camera, man. <laughs> what I was saying was, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Side pieces rule the world, goddamn it. Y'all need to let me. <laughs> 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 Oh, fucking innocent about this bitch. You know what's that? What about this? I know all y'all niggas dirt. <laughs> we want to be the man with y'all. That's we went through some type of food. Oh, right? man. This boy got no sense, man. I ain't gonna fuck with my brother. Yeah, yeah, we gonna fuck with each other. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, uh, thanks to our two guests, P. Digits, Dove Seat, coming in, representing. Definitely to have y'all back. Uh, somebody do something with Raheem Godell out there in Texas, man. He uh, no, no, that's why I don't go on that side of town. I stay away from. I don't do. I don't go around with them black people at. Nah, yeah. fuck all that. I don't trust. That's, see, my my sanity is that's the reason why I never moved from Dallas because it's too too. I'm too lazy to do anything in the city. Oh man. But, yeah. I, but I see you. I see you in Atlanta soon. Virginia, uh, New Orleans, uh, Houston. You know, I mean, you know, 
come through. I mean, it's a good time. Post quarantine uh, reunion. Yep. Yeah, man. So well, that's a wrap. We uh we'll be back probably next week. We need to do the uh the brackets. I think we kind of went over. It's almost uh Jordan time now. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you still look like Kanye West through the wire. <laughs> Whatever, boy. I ain't that fat. That's why I'm gonna dunk on your son when he come out here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know, bro. He's he getting that now, man. Nah, that's the same thing I thought with your daddy. No, no, he album. No, he he wasn't solid eleven and a half now. I know this. I, was like, I I seen pictures. They be talking every day. Him and DJ. I know. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll get at y'all All next right, week. Appreciate right, y'all dubbing P digits. Glad to have y'all, fellas. All right, yeah, right. I'm at y'all. Later. Later. All right, later. Green.